This is the open bar, opening bar. Actually, I think I forgot this part. <laughs> Thanks for listening all up in your car. YouTube Live is where we are. Wait, are we J Mike? That's my co-host, by the way. They sorta call me Gabe on the mic every booze day. Oops, I meant Tuesday. Though really, who's to say? I think it's about time to press play. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Does that work? Does that, does that work? It's almost like you were referencing a previous show. <laughs> I don't even know if you have watched the, the other show, but we were talking about like poop on, getting pooped on, getting shit on. Uh, right, J. Mike? You you said you like you were kind of into that thing, right? It, it was I don't um, know if it was last episode or two episodes ago. You were talking about the, the your your uh, enjoyment of just being shit on, bro. Um, no. I'm just Not look, at all. There's, con there's continuity in the show, and if if you don't follow it, there are you know things that will happen that are going to be bad. You know, Listen, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't even see the last episode, so I that was out of nowhere for me. That was just purely my life in a nutshell. You call that context, shit luck? Context matters. <laughs> context matters. Uh, no, I, last episode I told the story about how um, essentially, as I told you guys, I, I've got three, three youngins of my own. And when my one, I think it was my youngest, uh, was a baby. Uh, literally she pooped across the room. Um, so I like, I, I like I heard a fart, like, Oh man, it's about to go down for this diaper that I'm changing. And it literally shot across the room against the wall. Like, like, a, I, you know, I'm not even going to describe it. Just know that is not the way you want your parenthood to start out. So recognize Kent. <laughs> Mm. With 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 the 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 new journey that you're about to embark upon, there will be trials, there will be dirty diapers, there will be tears, there will be sleep deprivation, uh, there will be messes that Preach. you can't get off of you. Um, the, you. You thought getting sprayed by a skunk was bad. What happens when you get pooped on and you smell it for three days, even though you've taken five showers? Uh, I don't know what to tell you. I don't wow. know why Three God made it that ratio. way, dude. I just, Bro, I just I'm, want you to know, like, this is hundred percent true. I went to work. It's real. Like, poop. I swear <laughs> to God, I just got throw up in the mouth last night. Nice. It, it's a, it's a nice. thing, dude. It's a thing. It's the well, welcome, Kent. Welcome, yeah, Kent. yeah. What are y'all into, you, thank man? You. Um, I don't feel like this is. No, I feel like you put this upon yourself, like the throwing up thing. Like, are like a, yeah, a was, flock I, of I birds? My, like, are you raising my, birds? I had my ten month finches? old like I had my ten month old like this, and I'm just like playing with her, just you know, and all of a sudden just right in the mouth, and I'm like, no, wow, <laughs> it was bad. Man. Not like this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Kent is pregnant. J Mike likes to get shit on. <laughs> Zach it likes Dave to get Phil. thrown up into the mouth. Um, I I'm sorry, I already forgot your name because I'm so shitty at this, and I'm not a good host at all tonight. Um, I just know that you're Canadian, so we're going to have to start there. Uh, my friend, do you have anything unique about yourself that might throw the viewers off or even me off? Cause I'm holy. I don't think anything can throw me off at this point. Well, Canadian Canuck, Kyle Senra. Ah, that's it. I'll go with that. I just made that one up. I know it's not rehearsed like Kent's. It's not as impressive <laughs> either, of course, but it'll, it'll get work on. Uh, as for throw you off, blow you away. If not that intro, uh, on top of fantasy football, I play fantasy curling. 
I also no. actually play curling <laughs> too. But wow. Are okay. you on your own team? Did you draft yourself? Because there's no way that they're Definitely no. not good enough to draft myself. It would be a mistake. <laughs> but where I'm, where where are these rosters? Like where do people come up with these rosters? Like I feel like this is an eighties type of league where you have to write <laughs> down everything and, and oh, you are definitely yeah. one. Well, here's the thing. It's it's literally a thing my wife and I do. Uh, it's I, don't, I haven't found it on any websites yet. Maybe I'm uh, going to premiere it. Uh, maybe the idea's conception is coming right here of an actual league of this. But yeah, uh, so in curling, what they do is when a, a player throws a stone, they give a percentage score on you know how successful it was. Uh, essentially, it'll usually be a 0, 25, 50, 75, 100, right? Depending. And then each shot kind of divides it from there. And in the end of the game, a player has a percentage. So we did, we converted that, uh, you know, divided by 10, converted to just from a zero to 10 scale. And then uh, each game, you know, you, you pick a roster. It's kind of like golf, how it's tournament to tournament, right? Like a kind of a DFS thing where you do a tournament for about a week and then you, they go to the next tournament. Um, I suppose like NASCAR racing and car racing is like that too, right? It's, it's event to event as opposed to a season per se so you just pick per event and you can redraft teams uh in curling it's four person teams and they all have their own position so like other fantasy sports you can kind of customize how you want to position do you go one deep two deep three deep flex spots so you have that kind of flexibility there um i know eventually if, if ever it got automated there's other things too like if you take out a stone you get bonus points there's other ways to kind of make it more complex but doing it just manually we just do the you know, zero to 10 scoring. And that's, yeah, that's fantasy. So, so do you have, do you have throwers and sweepers for positions? Right. Uh, well, everyone throws like all, you know, the, the sweepers, oh, okay. they just take right. turns. Yeah. So it's uh, at each end, each team throws eight rocks. So two rocks each, and they just kind of have their order. So obviously the, the best sweepers you want them throwing first. So on those last few shots, the most important they're, 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 they're sweeping. Uh, but yeah, I'm, so not, uh, I'm not too in tune to the curling, but I, I do know, I know throwing and sweeping and rock and, all that stuff. My mom uh, was a curler th- when she was younger, actually. This has got to be the most unique sport to just be hip into and all the terms. Like you've already said rocks and I mean, I, I'm, I'm familiar with the sweepers and I, I would I, I guess I figure I know what a rock is, but I, I don't care. I, I want in on this league. I think we need an open bar curling league. Can we do that? Is that possible? Can we make this happen? Let's do it. I mean, oh, yeah. not like I'm down a fantasy, fantasy league. I'd I'm love good. to play the actual curling, but I am. It's impossible for me to do that here. So, I uh, a fantasy league is all that I am worth. So, is that? Can we make this happen realistically? Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's definitely possible for sure. Wow, J. Mike, did you ever expect this happening on the intro to the open bar on September twenty fourth, twenty nineteen? Listen, 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 Linda, listen. Um, <laughs> Fantasy curling, uh, Kyle. Um, <laughs> I saw Kyle, that. That's a good. That's a good line. <laughs> He's I'm definitely just, not I a dummy, yeah. or is he? No, that that dummy's no dummy. Uh, I just can't. Who who is who who? If you had to name the top three curlers in the world, mm. can you name them? Well, I think we it's should just simple. have a one through five draft right now, J. Mike. Quit all the the chitter chat and talking. <laughs> hey, hey, J. Mike, J. Mike, the, uh, on the block. One, one of the uh, one of the best curlers is from uh, Duluth, Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, the Olympic team. Duluth, yeah. Duluth, yeah. Duluth wins again. Yeah. Duluth keeps winning. Yep, yep. Speaking of Duluth, hoops brewing, man. 
I don't even pay to get paid to say that. They're from Duluth, though. Uh, Duluth. This okay. night episode of the Open Bar is sponsored by what? Uh, Hoops, Hoops Brewing. <laughs> Hoops Brewing <laughs> out of Duluth, Minnesota. Is that where it's from? You got it. That's right. We knew that because it's our sponsor on the open bar tonight. <laughs> um, speaking of, this is the open bar. I'm going to go ahead and intro the show for real this time because we're <laughs> eight minutes in and I forgot to do that because J. Mike was too busy talking about getting shit on <laughs> and we had to talk about curling for a little bit. J. Mike, I love you. I'm just kidding. I'm going to pass it to you in just a moment. Oh boy, it's live, and I am I am live, guys. I know I came in hot. Um, I'm gonna give a quick shout out immediately to um, what one of my best friends on all of fantasy football Twitter, Katie Flower, coming to visit me in real life. Okay, because we don't care about these virtual meetings that we have every week. Come on, guys. Why don't you just, you know, purchase a ticket and come down and see a boy, okay? So shout out to Katie. Seriously, so much fun. Such a great person. We, you know, obviously could talk easily about football, but we could also just talk about everything else. So quick shout out to her because it was just so incredibly fun to hang out with her. And um, I advise everyone to get together on FF Twitter and just have a good time which is what we're doing here on the open bar. It's Tuesday. It's nine 30 Eastern ish. We up in here, uh, three new fellas, man. I cannot believe that we let three rooks get in here. J Mike, what say you, my friend, how are, how are you doing? Listen, the, the force is strong with these three. Uh, I feel a, uh, a, a Northern, a Northern vibe, you know, the Northern winds of change, which I've never heard of in my entire life. It just sounds really good right now to say, Considering the strong northern presence, uh, some might even say Viking feel. Um, nope, that doesn't even feel good either. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we, no, it's uh, no, it's always good to be here, man. It's Tuesday, the last Tuesday in September of 2019 for us. Uh, so I'm happy to be here with you, man. Happy to see your face, Gabe. Happy to uh, be able to talk through all the nonsense of life, uh, like being uh, drip, drip, dripped on uh, by by children and, and randomness and. I'm just excited to be able to get into all these backups on backups on backups and everything that's going on. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. Happy to be here. Uh, and I'm, I'm really excited to chop it up with these three this evening. I mean, the drip, drip, drip kind of reminds me of backup QBs at this point. Well, at least some to a degree. Some are more surprising than others. Um, it, it seems like you were expecting to just, you know, hold that backup QB above your face and just get ah, just thrown up all over <laughs> by, by throwing them in your lineup and it just somehow worked out for you if, if you threw in uh the the better of the allens in kyle <laughs> just swung for the fences we'll get into that in a little bit first we'll talk about people that we care about people that make this show a show we need guests and they're all here for the very first time this is great, guys. I'm looking for a comment in YouTube because, uh, well, excuse me, in some uh, world where there is a YouTube chat, there is something, mm. someone said something about a person that is here. Here it is. Um, I will open with this. <laughs> Jesse, a uh, friend of the show, he's basically introducing all of our guests. So I'll go ahead and let him introduce our first one. Strong cast. Kent is a stud. Kent, welcome to the show. Do you agree? Uh, I mean, I, I want to be humble, right? So I don't want to come out here and say I'm a stud. But if Jesse's saying it, I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> Jesse is right. 
Jesse's usually never wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, glad to be he's, here. He's Honestly, I, I've seen this show quite a few times, uh, pop in and out, and it's always a good time and, and even better to be here. So very excited. Yeah, clearly saw the poop episode. I appreciate you doing <laughs> your, your homework. And and uh, and we did, J-Mike, we put him in charge of the show sheet, yeah? That we did. Okay, cool. We will get into that later, Kent. We appreciate that. All right. Um, who do we got next? Uh, which... I, I forgot who is who in terms of the Vikings and the Packers fans. I want to I want to group the Vikings with the Vikings. Unless Kent, you were you the Packers fan? No, no, no. absolutely not. No. Who's the, who's the other Viking fan? Me, me and Kent are the yeah. Vikings fans. Okay, Zach, yeah. Zach, up next. Then welcome to the show, my friend. Hold on, wait a second. I'm not going to introduce you in, introduce you yet because you, my friend, are married. Ah, I sure am, man. Ted the Congratulations. Knot. Congratulations. We, I, we tried to get hey. you on the show a few weeks ago, like f- four or five days before your wedding. I, I tried to work it out, man. going to come and do it, and then you canceled, <laughs> and I was like, no, that <laughs> – yes, cancel <laughs> a thousand times yes. But uh, good reason. Uh, I'm happy you did that, but also happy that you're here. How are you? Ah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, no, I uh, appreciate you uh, rescheduling me. I'm glad I could be on. It's uh, – it was a wild time for a little while there. It was uh, there's a lot going on. So uh, yeah, like I said, I'm glad uh, glad you could fit me in. And um, what does the wife think? What does the wife think of uh, you know this this little escapade that you're going on tonight? Oh, she loves it, man. She she loves it. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think we can all agree that there's a little bit of sarcasm there. I feel like you're in a, <laughs> I feel like you're in a basement right now, and I feel like you're whispering. Nope, nope. Living room, living room. Uh, the stairs are right there. I know yeah. if you're uh, listening on the podcast, you probably can't see where I'm pointing, but uh, <laughs> uh, Zach, just blink, blink twice if you need us to call nine one one. He's holding you at, at at gunpoint or something crazy. Um, oh man, no, I mean not to get not to get savvy, but I'm a, I'm a lucky one. She's pretty good at uh, she's pretty good at letting me do all this stuff, so it's it's it's, it's all good. That's why I married her, right? There you go. Nice. Shout out, Miss NFL Zach. That's there right. you go. Look at the man. Two weeks in, so confident <laughs> in marriage. <laughs> Gotta love that. All right. Uh, <laughs> on to the next. My Canadian Canuck of a friend, Kyle. I don't want to really do that. Alliter- well, it's fine with the alliteration, the CKK. That's fine. <laughs> we can say that. Um, nice to it's have you. Nice. CCK, rather. Nice to have you. Uh, welcome to the show. How are you? Well, first, alliterations are awesome. Yes. Preach. Uh, and yeah, I'm doing great. Love to. Be on. Love to talk. <laughs> Love to show off. So, I am <laughs> perfect. Um, boy, howdy! We have uh, probably a lot of things to to talk about. I don't know. Should we open up with Wayne Gallman? I mean, I feel like this is our <laughs> chance to finally. <laughs> my my question is eighty percent. Or a hundred percent on the fab budget for for old Wayne. Ooh, um, I'm I'm for being such a northern person. I'm way south of that number, uh, <laughs> personally. Uh, that that feels like a bit much uh, out, of, out of the old pocketbook. There, I I probably only spend about twenty percent, and that's only if I really need him because he is not that good. Yeah, I was. I, I'd rather have Paul Perkins. 
I was going to say the same thing. I want Darkwa to come back. Did you see Darkwa posted that like gift the other day? He's just like rocking in a chair waiting to get the call. He's so funny, man. That was great. We're ready. We ready. Um, Yeah, let's not talk about that. I don't know. Is there uh, what what popped out from from y'all on uh, week three? The first thing that I would say, J. Mike, is what does he have to do? Come on. We talk about this all the time. What does Mike Evans have to do to get some respect? (laughs) We're shoveling Mm. dirt over him after two weeks. Yep. Chris Godwin doing his nastiness. And finally, he showed y'all what was up. He did his best Sammy Watkins week one impression. (laughs) He was close. He was really close. He got the same number of touchdowns, almost as many yards, almost as many catches. Um, He's almost, almost Sammy, you know. But, uh, yeah, he he was fantastic. It's good to see him finally get right. I think you've seen what – you just saw what he had to do to get some respect. Put up three touchdowns and uh, 190 yards. <laughs> what a weird year to have so many three touchdown games already. Just uh, yeah, no kidding. Some diversification would be would be great, guys. Some, <laughs> some consistency be easy did to. You, did you guys know Taylor Gabriel was going to get three touchdowns this, this year at all in a single game? <laughs> I didn't know he was going to get that total. I mean, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Anthony Miller, anyone? Where you at, dude? I'm so sad. I I loved Anthony Miller coming out of the draft, and he is just – it's been frustrating, man. He's been injured. You know, he had the shoulder deal last year, and now Trubisky's just doing whatever he's doing out there, and uh, it's not not a good look. And then the injury, too. I mean, the timing of the – and, you know, he got a – what, it was like a 22 – percent snap count of 52 percent from week one to two and then he stayed at 52 percent again so it looked like he was on track to play more and then suddenly they're not not playing him more so is that i don't know is that his role for the year he should you know he's talented like you said he's a good draft prospect and he should expand but uh well with taylor gabriel catching three touchdowns that should not be happening i don't (laughs) know what they were thinking i mean it worked for them but you know, for fantasy purposes, it's just kind of makes you want to throw up a little bit. Back to if you want to circle back to the throw up one more time here. <laughs> <laughs> the throw up throwback. Yeah, there you go. Can we just go back to the part where Mitch Trubisky sucks? <laughs> <laughs> he, he is destroying. Holy the cow! Good, between him and Nagy, oh, man. they're destroying everything that is good about what we hope for this offense. Yeah. Can we go back to that? He is, he is such a backwards quarterback because you should be good, like, you know, standing in the pocket, stepping up, delivering the ball 10, 15 yards deep, right? This guy is only good if he's on the run and thrown to the left. <laughs> I mean, that's it. I mean, when else, I mean, the only throws he makes are uh, when, when uh, I think that are on the money is when he's on the run. It's weird. But, you know, when he's – Baker is you know, so jealous. Oh, he is. <laughs> yeah, because Baker's having a hell of a year, isn't he? Dude, Ugh. I just – Just throwing on the run. Just don't stare down Odell Beckham the whole entire time. You'll be okay. Find someone else. Trust that pocket. Trust the pocket. <laughs> Except that that offensive line is kind of not doing well either. You you know what? Why are they not giving David Montgomery like twenty touches a game though? Is oh, it, does anyone does it's anyone coming. know? It's coming. I hope so. I bought him. Uh, huge fan of Montgomery, but I, I want to see it, man. Yeah, I agree. I he was my favorite running back coming out of the class this year, and uh, 
going to the Bears, I actually thought that was a pretty good landing spot. And I, yeah, I expected more too. He's very talented. And we, and he, through college, had a big workload. So it's not like there's questions. Oh, can he handle that? I mean, you know, it's tougher in the NFL, obviously, than in college. But I don't know. I agree. He should be getting around 20 touches a game. And not necessarily all carries. He can catch the ball pretty well. I had a really drunk, pissed off tweet last night of a video of David Montgomery. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's just like, look at this run. It's so good. Get this man the ball. It's got a, it's got a lot of hits. <laughs> this is on your twitter yeah yeah all right i'm gonna go find that for sure <laughs> i don't know how i'm gonna play it but i'm playing it <laughs> so 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 you're the so you're the bears uh obviously what pace won uh gm of the year or executive of the year what was it last year or, or two two years ago when was that uh, I think it was last. Was it? I think it was I think last, it might have been last season. Yeah, yeah, I think he. I think it was last season. He he wins G, uh, GM of the year or, or whatever that award is. Uh, you've got um, weapons, obviously all all around. Uh, you draft a running back. Uh, you've got uh, a true workhorse back in Cordero Patterson, uh, and you've got uh, someone named Mitchell Trubisky who is who, who is weighing down the entire operation. Uh, if 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 you if I wave a magic wand and you all are the uh, new GMs and new coaches of the Chicago Bears. What is your first order of business in fixing this team? Get a quarterback. Uh, yeah, that's the short answer, I guess. Um, until then, they there's some things that they could do on offense that would kind of mask his problems a little bit. Maybe they should run a little bit, a little more like quick hitting RPO stuff. But. Um, yeah, they should go back to what was working for him last year, and I feel like they've strayed away from that a little bit. I was going to say that RPO stuff really worked for him last year. I, I haven't watched every single Bears game, but I did not see like a whole lot of that last night at all. Yeah, yeah. And are they, are they worried that Montgomery can't handle that system? Because Trubisky showed he could. I'm... Well, I mean, Jordan Howard handled that system pretty well. Yeah. I mean, I, you yeah. would think David Montgomery would be even better. I would <laughs> think so. It's not like they're running him enough that he, that's the reason they wouldn't do it. Right. I, I uh, actually short answer. I think Kent already referenced it. I'd give David Montgomery more carries. I was coaching them. I certainly would would start there, and uh, have him and Tui Cohen both run as receivers. It's, I mean, they they they're both capable. I can get some good mismatches there and really confuse the defense. Why can't I play this simultaneously, guys? I found his video. Can we just? I mean, there's twelve thousand views on this, Zach. You stud. Why don't you just repeat it for us on air? Why don't you? Can you? Can you do it exactly how you said it on the video? Oh, dude, I'm. Uh, well, I have. I don't have. Cra- I have a crappy computer, and the volume's not even working. And I honestly think the volume's just broken on it. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Just reenact it, Zach. Do it again. I- I, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I just wait. I'm going to get, get the video up. You can surprise us too. You can just All like right. say it out of nowhere. Like whenever. All right. So David Montgomery, he runs okay. into nice and like there's the it. back of the, yeah, there's the back of the offensive line and he runs, he stutter steps, stutter steps, does his little Le'Veon Bell, best Le'Veon Bell impression I've ever seen. And then he just cuts hard to the right, cuts up, gets a 20 yard gain. Why aren't you running this guy more? <laughs> <laughs> Right. I nailed it. I crushed it. So that was just like how I did it in the first place. <laughs> We're going to check back on that. We're going to play the side-by-side. All right. Um, 
I, I know we are all looking to how to fix the bears. Uh, J Mike, do you want to talk about what's on our screen here? If you were watching live on YouTube or Periscope, those are the options for watching the open bar on Tuesdays, nine thirty Eastern ish. J Mike. Listen, are you talking about Anthony Miller by season? Um, listen, I'm, I'm similar to Kent. I am, uh, as big of a fan of Anthony Miller as probably his entire family. Uh, I am, I, I, I really, really, really think and still think uh, that he's going to be someone uh, who obviously legitimately can be a number one for an offense uh, because he's got enough speed to be able to make plays down the field. He, he can do everything that you want a wide receiver to do. Just please give him a chance. Mitchell Trubisky, I need you to get it together sooner rather than later. Uh, and and I think that my first order of business, uh, if I'm Bears GM, is um, – and, and let me let me ask you guys this, because a guy that kind of gets has gotten lost in the shuffle in all of this, uh, who was really good last year, Tariq Cohen, uh, they highlighted they highlighted in uh, during what was it Monday Night Football that they highlighted the fact that only uh, since 2017, only one other person has had has had 500 plus snaps in the backfield, 150 snaps in the slot, 150 snaps out wide at receiver, and that's Tariq Cohen and Alvin Kamara. Those are the only two guys. Tariq Cohen didn't he finish as an RB one last year? Like in PPR, wasn't he like on the outskirts? Uh, yeah. He was at the fringe. Uh, if he, well, yeah, it depends right. on your league, but I think so. so. Yeah, so we know, so we know that he can be effective too. So we've got an absurd amount of playmakers for this team. Like I, I, I'm, I guess I'm having trouble with the fact that they're starting slow when everybody came back. All right, right. You add Mike Davis, you add David Montgomery, but all the receivers came back. Everybody, and and I don't understand. To, to a large degree, what, why we can't make things easier for Trubisky, uh, or or even like you guys are saying, why we're not just lining up and giving <laughs> giving uh, Montgomery more more work. And and I'm not even mad at the Cordero Patterson runs. He's he's a super talented player too. He's Jim obviously fantastic. Listen, I'm sorry, he's good. Second in what, what second and three. Or third and three. I don't know. Whatever and three. I don't care what it is. First well, and three, second and three, third and three, fourth and three. And you're going to run an eye formation with Cordero Patterson, J. Mike? That's yeah. your go-to? He did say he was a starting running back, so. <laughs> I mean, and they did that. I, 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 no, excuse me, Kent. I said workhorse. Oh, I, I apologize. <laughs> workhorse. That's correct. <laughs> you could you. be a workhorse. You just you missed the one starting snap, so you're not a starter. Yeah, exactly. Um, Doesn't matter and- if you start finish it's funny against the Packers they ran a similar play it was a third and one and uh yeah Cordell Patterson I formation up the middle <laughs> Kenny Clark blew it up and it was like a negative two loss <laughs> but, but yeah it uh it's yeah pretty obvious what what their goal is there when they when they do that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they recognize that it's not Tariq or David Montgomery and they're like huh. <laughs> <laughs> interesting um they did highlight Tariq though in week one <laughs> Um, yeah. He had mad targets, didn't he? Yeah. Like career, yeah. was it career high in targets or uh, career high in um, receptions? Something of the I don't know. He he just was. We were. Cons- I mean, we talked about it. We considered him like, well, okay, wh- what's what's going on here? Like, yeah, we were worried about Montgomery, but it looked like Cohen's had a role solidified. 
And it doesn't matter if Montgomery had his or Mike Davis had his because it was separate from that. So I, I, I don't know what happened from week one, but um, things have certainly changed. I guess well, game scripts have changed. They were behind a lot in that Packers game, but not like t- by a terribly large amount. Seven points, most of it? Yeah. <laughs> like Actually, most of it was probably just four points. Um, it's it, That was a funny game because he didn't even see a carry. Like it was, They played him pretty much almost as a, a slot receiver the whole time, 10 targets. I'm pretty sure last year he had a 12-target game, so I don't know if it would be a career high. Okay. 49 yards also doesn't seem like it's a career high, but you're right. Like That type of target usage, we saw it last year, and like you said, we saw it once this year. Uh, I was yeah, it's business as usual, right? Uh, and I was looking at snap counts. He played 70% of the snaps in that game. Then last two, it's been 38 and then 48 uh, last night. And I mean, a lot of that's Montgomery. He uh, he went up from thirty-eight forty-four to sixty-seven percent last night. Yeah. So it does, you know, to you know what Ken and I want, and I'm and I'm sure a lot of people besides Kent and I want this. But uh, David Montgomery is getting on the field more, and that's I suppose a good thing. But I guess there is a there is a way to get them both on the field too, as I mentioned. Oh, absolutely, and and, and they would do that last year too with uh, last two Howard. years with with yeah. Jordan Howard. You know, so uh, I, I don't see how that could. Couldn't work with uh, Montgomery as well. You know, ref- referencing what Kyle's saying here in the in the chat, uh, say waiting for Anthony Miller to break out this as, as their wide receiver one. Didn't he say not only that, but didn't he say they don't have a wide receiver one? Is it was it so? It was something along those lines. I'm pretty sure. Booger Booger just out there saying stuff, man. He don't he doesn't know what he's saying. That was scary. Yeah. What in the world? I was so upset. Poor yeah, Alan let's, let, let's put uh, yeah, let's put Booger on the sidelines and have him just ruin everyone's lives and then. Put him <laughs> Come on, man! I looked up the at code least, thing. At quickly. least give some respect to Taylor Gabriel, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Especially after that three touchdown performance. Yes, we know who the WR one is. Can can I can I ask a quick question from last night's game? Who? Uh, on the field, uh, in terms of wide receivers, would you rather have any of the Bears guys moving forward, or would you rather have Terry McLaurin? Hmm. Scary Terry McLaurin. Woo. Please and thank you. It, especially if you believe in Dwayne Haskins, that actually does seem like a like a pretty easy decision. Uh, there's games where Allen Robinson could get 14, 15 targets, right? But there's also games where he could get three, four targets. It seems that's the nature of the Bears offense, right? Nagy's looking for the mismatch at all times and sort of designing that to be the primary thing. So some games Robinson's featured, others not. It seems like McLaurin's going to consistently be the top receiver on that team for maybe years to come. At least this season, anyway, it looks like. I so I, I don't know if you guys saw the stat. I saw it on Twitter. I saw it on Reddit. Uh, Terry McLaurin, first wide receiver in NFL history to have at least five receptions and a touchdown in each of his first three games. Never been done before. Scary Terry did it. <laughs> Scary Terry. Mm-hmm. With Case Keenum as his quarterback. Yeah, isn't that the most ridiculous part? <laughs> like, there's this supposed cohesion between Dwayne Haskins and him from college, and that hasn't even happened yet. We got Case <laughs> yeah. Keenum out here slinging the ball, throwing it like... <laughs> practice dummies at their feet and stuff. It's just nuts, but uh, he got it done with Terry and Terry's making him look good. I know that much. No. Yeah. So Gabe, that, did you answer? Uh, 
I'm not. I'm not gonna throw away <laughs> Allen Robinson like that. I can't. Well, I mean, you're, you're throwing away Allen Robinson, mm-hmm. and then like the prospect of Anthony Miller eventually being something. Because I mean, you got to think. You know, how long did he deal with that shoulder injury? And I mean, coming back from injuries isn't easy. I mean, I think we've seen that with Dalvin Cook la- last year. You know, so I mean, maybe he's still kind of I don't know, hurting a little bit, gun shy. I don't know, but I think he's a stud, Anthony Miller. I think he's going to be a stud eventually. I. I don't know. I might even take him over over Terry McLaren. We're ta- we're talking about three weeks of, of good ball. I mean, I might even take A. Rob and Anthony Miller over him. Hmm. And we're okay. talking dynasty, right? I mean, we're not talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, yeah. I'd take those two over over Terry still. See, I I like Terry, and I, I mean, I didn't hate him coming into the draft process, and I did a lot of work on him. But I mean, I I didn't see anything that really like stood out to me as like this stud type of receiver, you know putting up good numbers and I love it. You know, I, I definitely don't hate seeing the guy succeed, but um, uh, I just don't think long-term that you're going to be seeing these, these types of numbers from this guy. Yeah. I mean, they can very easily go early with, with wide receiver next year and have an immediate replacement or at least just competition. We'll see how the end of the season goes. And, and if he really is, you know, this, this highlight of a wide receiver one, we'll see, but uh, I don't think Trey Quinn is safe. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I guess maybe the biggest fear on the team is probably Kelvin Harmon, to be honest, because that's someone else who will develop uh, as another rookie right alongside him. So <laughs> maybe I, that's I, the I competition. Think, I honestly think that is a good competition. That, I, I actually, I think he's, I think he's really good. But yeah, I mean, it's it's probably one of those. I honestly said this before, where it's like, you know, maybe they're just trying to get him some some, some practice reps first, get him, you know, get him. Uh, feel for the NFL before they really just throw him into the fire. Kevin Harmon, that is. I, like I need him. some reception perception on uh, McLaurin F1, which is apparently his other nickname other than a scary Terry. But I, Matt, Matt Harmon, we're calling you out on the open bar. We need to get you on the charts, my friend. Um, Terry McLaurin, we need to know about his targets for the first three games, uh, and, and we need that pronto. So if you could just get that to us by week four, um, that would be absolutely great. Um, no one at him. Please, no one at him. Do not at him. <laughs> where where, where did the F1 nickname come from? Or scary John Proctor, to my knowledge. Okay. I Shout figured it just Proctor. drove out of nowhere. It came in so fast that no one knew. john proctor said he was in the garage in preseason until he had to release him into the regular season into the wild mclaurin f1 into the wild like it (laughs) uh this is this is maybe a a super hard pivot and i think we even touched on it for a quick moment in uh earlier on but um can, can we please talk about Devonta Freeman? Um, he, he he's he's a guy that he's a guy that I love dearly, and um, one of the things that I just watched in that Colts game, uh, one of the things that he's not doing right now that he used to do when he was when he was right, or or maybe he's lost a step. I don't know what it is, um, but he could make people miss in small spaces. Uh, and if you watch in the Colts game routinely. Um, he's going to plant and, and cut, and he's getting he's getting tackled a lot. Uh, he's still running, running. He still has some power, and you, you're seeing him run through folks. Um, but also, 
um, just being taken down and not making people miss. Uh, I'm really scared for Devonta Freeman, and, and I still have hopes that he'll be fantastic if for nothing else similar to Fournette right now on the volume alone, especially with Edo Smith going down. Uh, but but Devonta Freeman moving forward, can we talk about his prospects, how you guys feel about him or what you're doing with him in your leagues? I mean, I have no choice but to hold it because I have him in a ton of leagues, so it's not like I can go out and buy him. Uh, maybe you sell high on the performance, but I think you're right. The volume is going to, sh- uh, you know, should be there f- from now on, at least until, you know, maybe Quadre Olson or Brian Hill <laughs> establishes and takes away role. But yeah, I, I think that I'm, I'm liking him to kind of better his performances now that he gets goal line carries and, and uh, what he, what, what, that was going to Smith in the first two weeks, which is kind of strange to see because Freeman had done so well in the past. And uh, part a big chunk of his value is tied to touchdowns. So as long as he's getting those goal line carries, I, I like to hang on to him and and ride it out. I think. God, I miss the the RB one days of Devonta Freeman. <laughs> right, the RB one. Yes, the RB one. You remember when he Preach. took over that starting job over Tevin Coleman? They had that RB bat- that 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 running back battle in the offseason. You know, and, and everyone's talking about Tim Coleman being like this next big thing. And then all of a sudden Devonta Freeman steps in and it's like, no, it's going to be Freeman. And he steps up and just has, you know, uh, it becomes a stud, you know, becomes a household name, becomes a guy that you want on your fantasy team. And now it's like, all right, what do you do with him? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I, I told you all off air, but we can certainly say it on air and, and possibly discuss it in terms of if, if you are trying to get out or trying to acquire either end, I received a trade offer from a man that shall not be named. A You're giving it away by saying man though. <laughs> Shit. 2021 <laughs> round two draft pick for Devontae Freeman. What say you all? If it was 2020, I'd I'd think I'd take it. I'd pull it at 2020, yeah. Yeah, but the 2021 oh, makes makes me lean back towards Freeman. Oh, Jimmy, Mike, let me tell you about this 2020 class. I mean, you're talking about this being like <laughs> the 2020 seconds are like equivalent to 2019 first. I'm telling you, I mean, this class is going to be sweet. 2020 seconds are going to be – you can't – it's always tough to acquire 2020 first. Like, go after a 2020 second. Like, those are going to be – it's going to be like, all right, you know, sure. You know what I mean? Like, if you could get Freeman for a 2020 second, I'd take the 2020 second. Oof. Man, roast me! No, I'm, that, I'm in. No, Why would I roast you, man? You're perfectly roasted. <laughs> oh, I'm taking you out the oven. You're perfectly roasted. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me sprinkle some salt on you. You perfectly roasted, man. So, 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 if you're if you're a team that's contending, uh, can you tell yourself a story where Matt Ryan continues to be really fantasy fantastic, if you will? Can you tell yourself a story where Devonta Freeman's going to be getting more scoring opportunities and becomes, I don't know, pushes toward RB1? Or you guys are saying, hey, obviously we've seen as good as it's going to get, not just that, not just as good as it's going to get, but we've seen um, basically, you know, fringe RB1 numbers from Freeman days gone by. Like it's not, we're, we're done here. No, I mean, I think he'd be fine for the rest of the season on on a work basis. You know, he's going to get 18 touches, three to four receptions. He's pretty solid uh, in all formats. But 
my biggest question for him right now is health. And if I'm going to try and go all in, I don't know if he's the guy I'm looking to do. What if you trade for him and he only plays six more weeks and then you're out oh. during the playoffs and then you just wasted a pick for absolutely nothing. And, and that's my biggest concern. He hasn't played a full season since 2016. Uh, for that reason, I don't think he'd be one of my targets for that unless it was cheap enough, obviously where, where it just made perfect sense. And that's the thing though, like <laughs> talking about cheap enough. I mean, you can't sell them for, you know, anything. I mean, you can't sell them for a 2021 second. Like that's just not, you can't do that. You know, if you're going to, I mean, if you're selling, you might as well try to sell for, uh, you know, as much as you can give for them, I guess, you know, I mean, it's going to be one of those things where you can maybe sell by saying, you know, you know, Smith got hurt, you know, he's going to be the workhorse. Like you can do something like that. I think if you're going to try to sell, you, you, you kind of do it on the, on the basis of, you know, he's probably going to get more work now that, that, he, that his backup got, or I guess his goal line, the goal line back got hurt and there's no one there. So you can maybe sell just based off that information alone. This might be the saddest day of my fantasy uh, fantasy life. This is wow, wow, wow! I am. You weren't I'm ready for tonight, were you? No, I was not. It's no. like an intervention I get, that I did not ask for, but I mm. totally asked for because I asked the question again after we had already <laughs> talked about it. And you know what? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Hey, this is what you get when you bring three newbies on. We're just curveballs coming at you. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh! Unbelievable. You the, did the, this. The, the problem, the problem isn't what you said. The problem is I kind of agree and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I said that's why I said hold. I wouldn't say buy. Is uh, and you got to think anyone who took him. Let's say let's say even if it was a startup this year, probably took him third, fourth round. I don't know if he would have slipped any further than that, right? So anyone selling him, like you guys mentioned, probably wouldn't want to sell him cheap. And yeah, selling him for a twenty twenty one second seems. Like that's pretty cheap. I mean, you you don't get that for two seasons, and then even then, a second round pick in twenty twenty one is that really going to give you immediate impact? Maybe if you're lucky, but you're looking at three years before you get any production out of it, right? So, uh, I I would you know if, if I was going to sell Freeman, I'd prefer to get like a younger player, maybe one of the rookies that came out this year, or, or even a, a second year wide receiver that just hasn't broken out yet. If that if that you really wanted something future, at least then you can have a chance at production this year and certainly next season. Go see Scary Terry or Devonta. Oh, geez. Scary Terry, question. I think. Like by yeah. a lot? Uh, <clears throat> if I wasn't contending, probably. But so <clears throat> a contender. If, <laughs> context matters, right? If if I was contending, then yeah, it would be that would be a lot tougher to do, right? Especially if you're, you know, unless you were like super deep at running back and you could afford to just let him go without getting your running back back. But yeah, for a team that's like, if I'm looking at zero and three right now, and I'm, do I really want to like go out and make trades just to try and like get into the playoffs? And you know, maybe then so that's a like point to sell. And yeah, I think I'd, maybe, I, you know, looking at Terry might be, I don't know, maybe that's buying too high after this production. I'm I'm shocked that this is coming out of Washington. So maybe that's me. I just said, I I feel like most people did too. Just low expectations for them. So anything productive is just like earth shattering. So maybe that 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 shine. Is is too strong, but I don't know. Really like what you've seen from him so far. Go get go get DK for Freeman because DK is mm-hmm. the one on one this year anyway. <laughs> I'm not lying. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, definitely. I definitely do that. Yeah. Is Jake, is Jake I don't know if the DK chat? person would be willing to to oh, sell no, him. I here. believe he is. Uh, <laughs> uh. DK is the man. You want to talk about him for a bit? 
Sure. <laughs> what have you got to say? Going to be the best wide receiver in the game. Yeah. Wait, in in what game? In this Sunday's game? In, uh, in, the, in the NFL. In, in the NFL. <laughs> two, give, him, give him two years, and he's going to be – we're talking about him being, like, one of the top five wide receivers drafted in fantasy football. Good. I could see that. I, I could absolutely good. see that. Is Tyler Lockett still playing for the Seahawks? <laughs> nah, they don't need him no more. They cut him. <laughs> Honestly, though, they could keep both. My it doesn't guy. matter. They have Russ throwing the ball. That's fine. Like, have two upside wide receivers like that. It's it's all gravy, baby. Mm. It won't it won't matter when when they take Cam Akers in the first round this year. Pair <laughs> uh, <laughs> pair him with Carson and Rashad Penny and, and go from there. So <laughs> yeah, have fun with that committee. What's oh, up, what's up, What's up, Rich Bone? If the Seahawks uh, take a running back, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> They'll, they'll take one, I'm sure, somewhere somewhere between rounds one and seven. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I know Jake beyond, is, considering yeah. Carson. <laughs> I know Jake is in the it? chat. Jake is in the chat. Yeah, super bold, Gabe. Well done. Um, <laughs> Jake, Jake, Jake is in the chat. Hot takes. Uh, and I know that DK Metcalf has been his uh, his man's, his man's. And – and while what's been fun to watch about DK is he's winning all the same ways that he was winning uh, in college, which is not it, obviously it shouldn't be crazy for us to think that, hey, this guy who was really good when he was healthy in college, he's actually still really good when you put him around amongst his peers because he's still really big. He's still really fast and he's still really strong. Um, those things don't change when, when you're as massive as he is. So uh, I'm, I'm excited for him. I just. At the end of the day, I'm I'm still uh, I'm still here for Russell Wilson. Always. The problem is uh, Schottenheimer. Oh, <laughs> it's going to leave that there. Yeah, that's a real problem. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's a real problem. What was that? That draw play that they had on fourth and four, four five or whatever. Oh, that was disgusting. I'm hearing a lot of. Didn't Cleveland have something like that too? I feel like that was the thing this week. Everyone wanted to draw. Yeah, I and, don't know. Fourth and medium draws. <laughs> is, is that like a thing? Like every like they pick a, a, a this random play out of the hat, and if you get a chance, you have to run this in the game sometime. It's a challenge. Okay, so it's this week, uh, Detroit, you guys have to, you, you know, toss a hail mary on first and and one for on your. On first and one, that would, I don't know how you get that. <laughs> first first Pen- and one Pen- penalty, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it'd be a weird penalty. Something I don't know. Yeah, be a spot of the penalty. It'd be that a, doesn't. No, like I a... don't think that could ever happen. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you can gain a down. No. Like yeah. the opposite of intentional grounding, <laughs> go from second to one to first and one. Uh oh, uh oh, that's not a blink, but that he certainly left. What do we do, guys? Did we talk about this? What happens when Zach leaves? Is he coming? Is he going to come back? Do we think he's going to? Well, now Zach we can o- tell is, the truth about is Zach. Him. Okay, yeah, I agree. DK <laughs> Metcalf sucks ass. Have <laughs> you seen his three cone? My goodness. Hey, Zach. Hey, what about, Zach. What about DK's how are you? <laughs> <laughs> did you have those headphones really hard? What? What did you do? I had to grab a beer. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good now. Yeah, what do you think? <laughs> we were just worried, that's all. <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. I was actually looking up uh, DK's route tree real quick. Um, <laughs> I think you just ran a DK <laughs> route, <laughs> <laughs> a go route to the fridge. 
uh, he uh, so far the Quant Edge has sorry, uh, sorry the, the Quant Edge has thirteen routes uh, charted for him, five go routes, which is obviously the most, uh, four fades, three slants, and one post. Um, yeah, so he can run more than go route, guys. Just so you know, facts. <laughs> the uh, do you guys know who is leading the NFL in catches right now amongst wide receivers? Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Allen. <laughs> Allen. Gotta be Keenan Allen. <laughs> John Ross is probably close though. What, what I was gonna he say, he, he's, he's second That's in yards. Yeah. He didn't have a great week three though. He's probably Not a terrible week three. True. Yeah, John, John Ross, which has, was expected, right? Against Buffalo. I don't know. I didn't. I even week two white. was a bailout week, honestly. Yeah. It, yeah, he had he had two for twenty something against the Bills. It was it was not good. Uh, fantasy, hey, Mike, all your takes are just they're done, bro. What did I? What I? The whole reason why I said it week one because I knew I know. it wouldn't know. I know. It <laughs> we said that was your show. <laughs> yeah. like, we listen week one. I'm getting this in now because this will not last. I'm gonna keep, <laughs> gonna keep my shot. Yeah, you're right, Kobe. Uh, <laughs> the uh, can, let, let me ask you this, Gabe. Um, speaking of speaking of takes gone bad, uh, do you happen to know who in PPR is n- the number six wide receiver? Um, his uh, <laughs> his last name ended up. Um, oh, I'm sure if cup. you want to. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, so I have to put I have to do a public apology. Is that what you want? A couple no, 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 a public no. apology. No, no, no. <laughs> More than anything, I think that I have to make. I have to make a public declaration. Um, as much as Don't I dare. like, Don't you yeah, dare. as much as I like Robert Woods, and this is this is me watching these three games. Um, you know the whole bliss thing, trying to pay attention to everything and whatever. Um, I love Robert Woods. Uh, he he's one of my favorite receivers in the NFL. Uh, Brandon Cooks, he's electric. He's fantastic. Uh, I am willing to say this, Gabe. Mm. Cooper Cup. Is better than Mm-mm. I thought he was. <laughs> okay. All right, I can buy that. Just gonna, just yeah, you set it up big there, though, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. He he he's better than I thought he was, and he's he. I mean, he's good. He's really good. I can't even front. He's uh, God, he's good. And, and Jared Goff is always going to look for him, always. So, so how, I just, how can you I not- just want I just want the slot receiver on a high octane offense. That's all I think I want ever again. It seems <laughs> that that is the case for. I, that's my guess. I, I don't know. I've, I don't. I haven't seen the slot percentages, but I'd imagine that's where a lot of his success is coming from. Shout out to Cooper Cup. Blah blah blah. Brandon Cooks for life. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna leave that alone. I, I just Wait. I just needed to say that. Fair enough. Well, let's ask our guests here. We we do have three other people on the show. What is your take on the Rams wide receivers thus far? Dynasty redraft, whatever you're feeling, you can give a ranking, you can um, leave guys out. I don't care. Just give me your thoughts, man. Stay away from them. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I just can't put a – and it's not because they're not good. Like, it's not, it's not that. I just – I hate – having those guys where it's going to be like, okay, what week is this guy going to do good? You know what I mean? That's the only reason why. I mean, all three of these guys are really good at what they do. I just, I, I hate the the ups and downs and who's going to do what this week. And, and uh, I mean, last week it was cup. I mean, week before it was cup too. 
I mean, even last week, Brandon Cooks had a uh, – was it last week that Cooks had a good game? Or I should say just this last week? Cooks had a dud last week, I believe. And week okay. three, he had a great game, though. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what it was. Week three had a pretty good game. So it's it's one of those things. It's like where, you know, not all three can have good production. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, one's going to have a bad game. Two might have a bad game. You know, so trying to decide who's going to do what is kind of a pain in the ass. <laughs> I don't know if Woods has had a Woods has know, had three dependable pretty, game. Pretty disappointing so far. Yeah, <laughs> pretty disappointing overall. I'd say. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I, this is his week. This is his week. <laughs> right. I'm telling you because he had he's had three duds and the other two have had two good games. It's his turn now. It's like you know, it's sharing. Sharing is caring. I was going to say though. They'll you're come. Gonna kid, you're gonna have a kid here soon, Ken. You gotta learn that sharing is a thing. All right. You know they're gonna got that gonna baby. Ah, <laughs> Throw up in my mouth. Ah. Uh, all I know is all three of them are excellent best ball guys, and in, in any other any other kind of league, I Back. it's not fun. Um, to put it pretty bluntly, it's I have cooks on a few rosters. I mean. It's, He's so electric. He's been so good on on three different teams now, and putting up thousand yard seasons and ham, you know good solid touchdown numbers. But you can't, you just cannot rely on him week to week, and it's frustrating. And it's same with the other two guys. So at Woods, I thought was really the model of consistency in the between the three of them. But now with Coop, uh, Cooper Cup back, I I don't know if that's the thing anymore. Hmm. Just think if if Brandon Cooks was still in New Orleans and had that same chemistry with Breeze for that many years. Oof. Be sweet. Yeah, that's weird. Still you mean weird you mean about. Teddy Bridgewater now though, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> Kyle, what say you about the, the Rams wide receiving core? Well, if if we look as recently as last week, I mean uh, Cooks and Cup both got 12 targets. So there, I mean, there's games where you can have two guys be relevant, but you're right. You go, rarely you'll ever have all three of them, you know, produce as you want them to fantasy wise. I'm just going back and looking at like game splits from last year and see if there's any games where like all three were able to kind of explode, get big production uh, against won. the, against the Vikings. All three of them had a hundred yards. And that's a good cool. defense. But that was also like again a 38-31 kind of shootout game. So you, you need those like really high scoring games. But you would uh, bring that game up. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> nice. It was subtle. I mean, they got they all. I think. Uh, well, uh, Cup didn't play against the Packers, but uh, the other two both had seventy yards against the Packers. Well, I, I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That was, so, that, was, that was very kind. <laughs> so, Zach, you say you were, and I, and I agree with you, by the way. I want to open up by, by saying that because uh, I, I think I even mentioned, like, we did a, a show sometime, said, who are we avoiding? And I did say the Rams wide receivers, kind of for the reason that you are um, stating here. But what about the, the side of the, uh, what is it, the stick? the the what is what's the phrase the side of the side of the what the other side of the coin coin okay uh, sure yeah Ooh, i don't i don't you speak the coin either uh, one. Uh, what's the other the other side of something the other side of the moon 
<laughs> the other side of the now you're making stuff basketball up. Listen court. to you okay all right i'm making stuff up j mike says carry on all right so uh anyway uh think about this we've have we have the rams offense and we have the jaguars offense huh who do you trust more hey the rams okay i know how disrespectful but but we got dj shark do 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 we have uh, Conley. We have an undetermined wide receiver three. It might be <laughs> Dee Westbrook. It, we thought he was the, the one, and there's still time, sure. I think Dee is representing Robert Woods at this point. Uh, maybe it's Keelan Cole. Maybe it's Marquise Lee. They're still lurking. But my point is, um, with with those three, those three guys, or four or five, whatever it kind of is, let's say three and say Dee is the third. Um, you I feel like there is a decision to be made with those guys as well, but there's that's more of like a flex decision. Like week three was finally the the week where we were like, should we start DJ Shark? Should we actually do that? Whereas when you've got Cooks, Woods, Cup, you are smashing them into your lineup in whatever format that you're in. Uh, so I, I'm just curious if y'all have an opinion about that because I, I i do agree with it i agree with it ultimately that like yes these are better offenses but you're on we're on the side of like yeah uh but we don't know who's gonna have the game so where's the where's the line you know i think for me the biggest three i mean i think dj shark seems like a pretty good option right now a good long-term asset but my biggest problem right now with the jaguars is that it, well, it's an awesome story. I'm waiting for the wheels to fall off on Gardner Minshew. I mean, you don't, don't fall. You don't, don't I, you I, say that. You don't fall to the sixth <laughs> round for no reason these days. We like scouts, analytics, everything is as good as it's ever been. You don't just fall to the sixth round and then magically be good. I I love the guy. He's a very entertaining dude. Tom Brady. Uh, he's <laughs> Tom Brady. He could be. He Talk could be. to him, Zach. Talk uh, to I, him. I, I'm just. I'm just saying. If the wheels fall off, I. I will not be surprised. I don't know, man. He's okay. So I mean, talking about the Jags, talking about the Rams. I mean, yes, there's two totally different offenses and and two totally different coaches. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. And and I mean, I'll be the first to tell you right now. I mean, Cup. I mean, I, not the first to tell you. Everyone's told you this. Cup. Woods and Cooks are better than Dee Dee, Conley, and Shark. I mean, it's just, I mean, as plain as, play, you know, plain as day. And if you're, you're going to look for the wide receiver one in either one of those offenses, you're probably not going to find it. But if you wanted to, I mean, if you look at it from like a draft standpoint, like you drafted Woods, Cooks, and Cup fairly high in your draft, more than likely. And you drafted Shark, Westbrook, Conley. Conley probably didn't even get drafted. Shark probably didn't get drafted either. You drafted Westbrook pretty pretty late. You know, getting those guys where you got them, I mean, I'm going to take that dart throw over trying to figure out the dart throw throughout every game of every single season, or every game in the entire season between these three wide receivers in, in, in L.A. So am I staying away from the Rams wide receivers? The answer is yes. Am I going to take a dart throw? Yes. And it's, uh, on the, on the uh, Jaguars, and yes, and it's going to be on DJ Shark. I know I have uh, Woods as my – I did a startup this year and I ended up with him as my wide receiver one, more of a super flex and running back heavy approach. So uh, I know for me, like, that's, again, it's a position where I – you almost don't think about it, right? Like, okay, well, I'll take 
the you know the risk of of him going off and him being on the bench is worth too much to to ever do that. So I, you know, I'll take the bad games. I, he did get a. I mean, week one he had thirteen targets. We only caught eight of them, which isn't the greatest catch rate, but I don't know. I think uh, I think the future can still be bright, at least in the immediate future. Uh, looking at, I think his contract, he's still like all three of them are still signed for the next couple of years. So I doubt that they, the Rams, really invest heavily in bringing a, a wide receiver with an early pick. If anything, they'll probably try and shore up the O line or just add pieces to the defense again as high priority draft picks. So the, you know, you really don't think. You, as great as the 2020 rookie classes, that those guys are in risk of losing their jobs. I don't know. You, I think you can kind of count on them for the next two, three years, all three of them, whichever one you have. So who's the best wide receiver in that in that offense? I, and again, it depends what you you need, right? Uh, if it's a league where uh, you know touchdowns are more important, then maybe I would definitely say Cooper Cup. He seems to be out. I guess classic Rams, meaning last year. Uh, outside of girly running, Cup was their like number one red zone weapon. So mm-hmm. if you if you know if you're if you for God forbid play standard, <laughs> Cup Cup might be the answer there. <laughs> right? Oh, I got a standard league. It kills me. It's, my, I, it's I one still, of my it's one of my work leagues. I still have two standard leagues with all some oh, old friends. Painful man. Painful. But uh, uh, yeah, who who would have thought that Eastern Washington would uh, produce a stud wide receiver? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, let, let, let me. Let me ask you guys this: uh, When it comes to DJ Chark, um, w- what if uh, I'm uh, I'm trying to propose a trade? and I'm going to bring up a name that we I think I think we touched on last week. Gabe, um, what happens if I bring you my I don't know um, my Matt Breda, my Matt Breda for DJ Chark? Who are you taking? DJ Chark. Chark, easy, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That, oh, that, that okay, okay. Let me get a little I, spicier. Royce Royce Freeman. Oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Kyle. I was going to say, at the start of the year, it almost seemed like Matt Burita would be the goal line back, considering Tevin Coleman, Jerk McKinnon, but he's gotten barely any red zone work. It's all Jeff Wilson. So, yeah, agree, Chark. Jeff Wilson show. <laughs> uh, what, what if I go Royce Freeman? Royce Freeman or DJ Chark? I'd, I'd, still, go, I'd still go Chark. I think I'm a little on the Freeman side there. I'm a, I'm a big believer a, in Royce. I'm a big that's believer. That's a tougher question. Yeah. That's a tougher question, but I, I would still go Chark. My my Freeman bias is strong, too. I, I was pretty high on him coming in that, in that class. So, yeah, definitely tougher. God, I was higher than everyone on, on DJ Chark, I think, coming out of the class, out of that class. Hmm. I mean, I wasn't like – were too. Was, I think it was a surprise for him to yeah. come in in the second round. Yeah, no, I, dude, his he blew up the combine. There was a lot of concerns about his drops coming in the year, but like he blew up the combine, the the gauntlet he just destroyed. So I mean, I think a lot of questions were answered during the combine, and a lot of people, it's it's one of those things where you fall in love with that. And uh, I mean, I think he's coming around. I think this is uh, this is the year for him. I think you know, Gardner Minshew. I think is man, he's gonna put Nick Foles' job into question. I really do think that. And. Uh, <laughs> Going to, it's almost started. You're, you're, you're right. He already has. Yeah, but uh, you know, when it comes to it, you know what? What week? Whatever week, uh, Nick Foles plans on coming back. I think it's going to be a big question. Like, all right, what are we going to do? And uh, I think they they got some good chemistry between Minshew and Shark. Quietly, I bet the Jags are hoping. Okay, just take your time. You really don't need to rush back. Like, really, <laughs> really want to make sure. <laughs> No, no, seriously, Nick. Just chill. <laughs> sit down, sit down somewhere. 
it's it's the catch twenty two, right? If if Minshew is playing so bad that they need him, they'll probably be out of the playoff race. No point bringing back Foles. But if he plays so well that they're in a playoff race, why why do you tamper with that? And I don't know. It's the AFC South. I True. Mean. <laughs> yeah. I guess that is the division that could happen. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although I don't know. I I do believe in the Texans. Yeah. I think Tunsil getting there like right at at the end That's of training camp. Yeah, offensive line chemistry is important. I think as the year goes on, they're gonna gel better. And I don't know. I'd be I'd as great as the Jags' defense is. I'd be surprised if the Texans didn't win this division. But oh man, they got. I, uh, I think their best football's ahead of them. They they drafted you know they dra- drafted Tennis Howard, which was absolutely shocking for a first round tackle. That is like <laughs> right. average. On the draft that. card, they there was a spot on the East or the West Alabama. They just thought it was Alabama. And yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, they drafted that kid, uh, Nate, Nate Sharping. He was a tackle out of Northern Illinois, I believe it was. And uh, they moved him inside, and he's he's probably their best offensive lineman outside of Laramie Tunsil. Like he's, I mean, I that's one guy I was like extremely high on, and I was hoping they moved inside, and they moved him inside, and he looks like a stud now. Hmm. Watch Very out. Interesting. <laughs> I, i'm 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 really that that's gonna as as poopy as that division kind of can be at times um the 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 absolute slobber knockers on thursday nights uh that's gonna be a fun one to watch down the stretch uh well and obviously we're just getting started right but the the colts uh sh- showing off that they've got life uh I'm, I'm watching quentin nelson just destroy people uh and that's not that's not hyperbole like he is <laughs> he is working people something awful at all levels. It's a lot of fun to watch him play, but that offensive line does work. Jacoby Brissett's pretty good. Your boy, Gay Brisket. Um, speaking of your boy, Gay. Uh, oh, come on. <laughs> Are you seriously going to flex on our – I will tear you down, my friend. Oh, Listen, uh, shout-out to, to, to the guys over at the Super Flexible Pod. Um, we got to guest on there last week, and – um, yeah, we played a little game called Duds versus Studs, and, and again, shout out to Two Drink and Swags on this, but or as we're calling him now, DFF Wags, uh, <laughs> leaving the S off. The uh, the yeah, we we played the game, and uh, I, I won the game, setting the highest score that the the game's ever seen in the history of games uh, and fun and uh, gamesmanship. Um, you know, you had a solid strategy. You had a really solid score, picking Jacoby Brissett to outscore Aaron Rodgers. It was great, but um, Teddy, as I as I used to call him, two gloves, Teddy. Yep, <laughs> Teddy, two gloves. <laughs> I like to switch that around because I'm a nerd. Um, my dude, two, two gloves. Yeah, two gloves, Teddy, making things happen. So, um, yeah, I wasn't going to flex until you mentioned the word flex. But yeah, I was. Uh, I, I figured we might want to. You don't want to talk about that much, no? Yeah, I, I want to talk about it. In- now because you brought it up so sweet uh so the game is for those who are unfamiliar is that basically you are trying to pick a low percentage qb to beat a high percentage qb the larger the gap the more points you get and you also get points on top of uh the difference in actual fantasy points they score um teddy beat who who would you? Oh, you picked Baker Mayfield, the guy who's been struggling for two weeks straight and hasn't been a consistent QB one like people are drafting him to be. And you picked up Teddy Bridgewater, who the only reason he is one percent owned in leagues is because maybe, maybe the Hall of Fame quarterback in front of him injured himself in that week before 
and his ownership wasn't up yet. I dare you to look at that ownership now, J. Mike, and I bet it's higher than Jacoby Brisket, son. Um, Chalk, you're a cheater. You're a chalk cheater. Uh, listen, listen, L Linda, Linda, listen. <laughs> uh, the, the, the game is the game. Uh, I played the game. I won the game. <laughs> that pretty much settles it. As much as you may not want to like the fact that Baker Mayfield's been struggling, Baker Mayfield's still 90-something percent owned. Like, there's, there's no getting around that. The stats are the stats. The numbers are the numbers. Uh, as Peter Howard would say, uh, would say uh, you know, stats are for nerds. Uh, and and that's that's how he gets down. So, listen, you can call me uh, a DJ Chalker if you want to. You can call me, Ooh, um, you know, you, you can, nice. I'm just I'm just saying you you can you can call me a lot of things. But at the end of all of that, you're gonna have to call me Duds versus Studs champion. J Mike, you are the Duds versus Studs champion. Hooray! <laughs> that was very cordial of you guys. Thanks. Sorry I mean, we had to play that facts. out in front of everyone. But. No, facts, <laughs> facts are facts, but I just had to let the people know, you know, what, what the real story is behind everything. You know, I had some fun with it. My boy Jacoby, everyone's favorite quarterback, Aaron Rod I mean, I feel like I took a risk. I took a risk it with that one, okay? And, and, and you, my friend, <laughs> went chalk. But I'm proud of you, and I'm uh, happy to say that you were the one to defeat me. I, I I appreciate you being the bigger man here because I refuse to be in this current moment. <laughs> uh, one last <laughs> one we last talk question. About these I will QBs, ask you. Mike. What, what, who do you want to talk about? Well, the, four, the uh, all four QBs involved here. I mean, I think they're all worthy talk topics of of talking. What where where do you guys in the year? How how do we look at them moving forward? How do you rank those guys? Well, well, yeah, let's do that. Let's. Uh, what were the four names again? Just drop them. And again. Um, yeah, are please. we doing redraft dynasty? Because I feel like it gets scary when you. Let's just say rest of season. Let's just say okay. rest of season. Yeah. So yeah. there's there's Teddy Two Gloves. There's Gardner Minshew. Hashtag shoe ball. That's not who I picked. No, it's not who you picked. But I'm saying you said four names, right? We want to we want to put all four of those guys in, or no? Where did our fifth person go? Uh, he has to take a little leave of absence here. He'll be yeah, back. He'll be right. He'll be back. He'll be back. Did he wink? Did he blink? <laughs> Tid or wink? Tiddly winks. What? What? <laughs> no. Is he okay? He's going to be all right. He's going to be yeah. all right. All right. Okay. So are we, doing, are we doing all four quarterbacks? Yes, but I think we have to establish who the four are. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> We can throw in Shuval for the fifth if you want, but I don't think that per he's involved. I think it's okay, Brissett, Aaron Rodgers, Baker, and Teddy Two Gloves. Okay. Oh, you mean our guys. Okay, I'm with you. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm tracking now. Um, rest of season? Well, I, I don't think I'm going to put Aaron Rodgers first. Um, I think hey. I'm going to go – I think. I think I'm going with the brisket first, to be perfectly honest. Let's go. I, I really do think so. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has been rough through these first three weeks. Like, he's been a quarterback, too. He, he hasn't been good. And he's been slowly falling off the face of the earth in terms of, like, his efficiency and stuff over the last, like, three, four years. So, uh, not big on him. I, I'm sorry, Packers fan in the room. But uh, I think I'm going to go brisket. I, I'll still put Rodgers second. And then... I'm forgetting now. Baker and Teddy. Ba oh, Baker and then Teddy. Yeah, I'd go that order. 
It's like I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> um, and yeah, I guess the bias is true with Rodgers. You're right. I mean, he's barely reaching 200 yards, one touchdown a game. That's definitely not the numbers we're accustomed to seeing at all with him. Um, I don't know. I guess at, at you know two you know through two weeks you could say oh, okay it was the Bears defense and the Vikings defense and suddenly it's like okay it was the Broncos defense who can't get sacks. <laughs> so it's uh. I don't know. It's tough to start defending it now. Um, does seem like that team wants to run a lot. Lafleur seems to apparently like to run the ball, um, which I guess isn't that different than Mike McCarthy. But yeah, with Jamal Williams. Sorry, sorry <laughs> to interrupt there. Well, but... I don't know. Here's the thing: Jones look. Jones is still the most explosive. Looks the best. But there's a few times in that game where he was taking things east west instead of north south a little yeah. too much. The, there was Williams is definitely making better decisions at that to kind of at least be gaining positive yards on plays. Now Jones did have a really good run on his touchdown from the seven yard line. And yeah, he got into the line and uh, it, I mean the contact balance to stay up and he, uh, it looked like he was going down around the two and then just managed to stay up and, and get in the end zone. So that, that showed a lot on that run, but, but yeah, there's a lot of times he was taking things, trying to bounce things to the outside. And a lot of times it wasn't working. Denver it's funny because you know we can look at Denver had zero sacks, but they constantly had guys coming at Rodgers. He was just throwing the ball away so much. I, I counted at least five or five or six throwaways, which you know I guess with Rodgers he usually tries to extend as much as possible and find something somewhere, but he wasn't having any of that anymore. Yeah, it does seem tempting to put Brissett at one just because of how well he's playing. I think I'd still go Rodgers because. Uh, Especially if T.Y. Hilton's injury is serious, I think Rogers supporting cast a receiver is better than what Brissett has. Problem with Mayfield is the offensive line. If he can't find time, and as we talked about, if he could throw on the run like Trubisky, then he'd probably be number one. But uh, yeah, I think I think Kent's order is actually probably where I would go if that was a really long answer for that. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I have a really hard time putting Teddy last because yeah. I think. That as the season goes, and obviously Breeze comes back, right? That's that's a whole other story. But as the season goes, we're going to continue to watch Sean Payton leverage him in such a way to get the ball in the playmaker's hands in that offense. And I don't think that everything has to be super downfield, which I think in the past we've noticed or, or people have pointed out that that's not Teddy Bridgewater's strong suit is the is the deep ball. So I I don't. I don't know that I want to put him last, but I have a hard time not putting him last. <laughs> well, so I'm one, if, I'm if one like, of the people who's part of that 1% that had him before the Breeze injury. I don't know. I had him in a couple dynasty contract spots. Uh, speaking of Superflex, I'm in a contract league with uh, some of the Superflex Super Show guys, James Katulis, John Hogue, St- uh, Stompy. So uh, yeah, I, I, I took Bridgewater in the startup auction this year and, uh, I have the chance to extend him next year if Breeze decides to retire. I have a cheap quarterback, and if not, I can just let him go and figure it out with a different quarterback. So, yeah, it's just a couple spots. I kind of just, in dynasty spots, taking him, putting him there in super flex. You may as well, as a fourth quarterback, hold him if you never know, right? You never know how long Breeze is going to play. And then, obviously, we didn't see this injury coming. Uh, high five and Aaron Donald. It's uh, it's not uh, <laughs> always the greatest idea. You're supposed to look at the elbow when you're high fiving, man. He's looking at receivers. <laughs> yeah, wide downfield. Classic mistake. <laughs> he, he he's old enough to know better. You know better, yeah. Drew Brees. Right, rookie Come mistake. On, man. 
Um, can we can we talk about the horrendous trades that Peter Howard sends me every week? Um, at this point, yes. Uh, and, and and okay, great. He he does this often because right obviously now. we we know that Nikhil Harry is his guy, right? We we know that, and he'll do anything for Nikhil. He'll even stoop so low as to send you trash offers to get Nikhil Harry. Um, over, over the last week or so, he sent me trades like Antonio Callaway for Nikhil Harry, and he's doing it simply to yeah. to get under my skin because he knows that it does. It's not even like. He's not even being for real. He's just doing it now as a 100% <laughs> troll job. <laughs> 100% troll job. Um, anyway, I, I just I just wanted to talk about, yeah, he, he sent me Antonio Callaway for Nikhil Harry. He sent me Cole Beasley for Nikhil Harry. No, he um, didn't. He did. He he did. You. Peter, are you trolling? Come oh, that's on, a man. big troll. Is, is he hoping <laughs> that you just like don't see it properly and click? Like Cowboys wide receiver, ooh, Amari Cooper. No, we we even talked oh, about wait, it. Kobe's not there anymore. Yeah, he, that's how he confused you'd have me. to be. He, that's what he's banking yeah. on. They still think he's on the Cowboys. <laughs> he, he told me he's going to continue to send these trades, and he's going to be disappointed if I accept any of them because it won't be fun for him anymore. Those were his words. <laughs> it's just one hundred to be to be able to get at me. Which uh, obviously, Peter Howard, great friend of the show, great friend of ours. Uh, I love that dude. He, he's good people. Great dude. Uh, yep. Love you, Peter. Yeah, lo- lo- love you, Peter Howard. Uh, you- you're-, you're great people. But uh, you send me one more Cole Beasley from the Kill Harry trade, uh, and I'm driving straight to your doorstep. I know where you live, uh, and, and we're-, we're gonna we're just gonna duke it out at- on the spot. Uh, I had to get that out. That's fair. I'm. I mean, I'm a little upset. You know. You know, Harry's <laughs> my boy too. So I mean. He's he's trying to he's trying to you know ironically level Beasley with with our boy Harry. I mean, uh, the beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. He's he's trying next, to get at me. He's trying. Mm-hmm. Next week he trades tries to trade Moncrief for Harry. Oh, gross! <laughs> Listen, on this week of PA Howdy's shitty trade offers. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't I don't even know how anyone would have Moncrief Ross. I'm dropping Moncrief in Dynasty Leagues. I do not. I'm done. I'm out. It's just there's bye no bye. point anymore. You get sat for three. Well, well, obviously, Juju, but like James Washington and uh, Deontay Johnson. What are you even doing? I mean, they're they're good players, but you should be able to beat out one of them. And he has just been a terrible this year. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. So. Uh, yeah, I'm done. I just don't even want to bother anymore. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> what what's what's Harry's value for you guys? Is is it just one of those things where it's kind of static because he's away, or ha- has he lost value at all for you all? I mean, he was my 101, I think, for a while, but that that might have shifted a little with Josh, Josh Jacobs near the end. But uh, I think he's still valuable because. You know, frankly, Edelman's up there in age. Josh Gordon is a big question mark at all times. Even though he looks like he's back on track, he still is. Um, they got Jacoby Myers, but I mean, beyond that, there's really not much there. So uh, Harry could could be one or two years away from being the number one on this team, and it's a good spot to be, even if Tom Brady's going to be one foot in the grave by then. Um, 
I don't know. I think I think Bilicek will find a way to figure it out, and uh, they'll be fine. Mm. Mm. Kent, Kent, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it just me, or does Nikhil Harry still seem like a really strange Belichick pick? Like he he tends to not like those guys that are just contested catch guys. He likes the elite separators. Like he like. It, you know, saying that Belichick was going to take a receiver in the first round, I'd have guessed it would have been AJ Brown. Like, if he had to take one from this class, that seems more like a Belichick type receiver. So, the fact that they took him in the first round, even though it goes against Belichick's usual sort of ethos for receivers, that that's got to say a lot, doesn't it? I mean, I'm seeing that as they must really like his physical abilities if, for them to kind of go with against against what Belichick usually stands for. I mean that's probably right, but the problem is they. <laughs> how many wide receivers have they whiffed on <laughs> drafting? <laughs> yeah. I think that's the that that's the only knock against it, I guess. But but you know, I, th- I think you're right. Obviously, they they have high hopes for him, and he's uh, he's as 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 stellar of a prospect as 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 anybody. Supposedly, yeah, Tom is definitely waiting for Renfro's contract to to uh, end. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Actually, uh, the, the talk last year, I remember uh, with Edelman getting suspended, uh, was how much in the slot Philip Dorsett was going to play. Uh, and I'm trying to remember back to the season if that actually came to fruition. I remember in training camp, that was kind of the big talk. So maybe Philip Dorsett's the long-term play at slot receiver there. Well, Perfect segue. Well, in the so-called yeah. chat, people <laughs> say these things. And, and we're missing Zach right now, so... Um, I, I'm sort of half blocking faces here and I'm going to remove the comment in just a moment, but I will read it aloud for those listening in podcast form the next day to the open bar that is live on Tuesday, 930 Eastern ish. You could be here reading these comments right on the freaking screen, bro. Uh, gee whiz. Anyway, Joshua Bigby on the YouTube says, can we talk about how the former Colt receiver bust that is actually reviving his career is not Moncrief, but instead Dorsett. Mm. Mm. Like this is when we need where, the air horn. One Dorsett opens <laughs> another Dorsett. <laughs> I don't know. I made that joke with Peter one time and I think it worked, but uh, what, what do when, we think about Dorsett? When one door opens, one door sets. Mm. That's what we think about Philip Mars. <laughs> Mars. That's my answer. Wow. Uh, well, well, as we continue to answer that question, I'm curious. Uh, do you guys know where Philip Dorsett is on the season right now in points per game? PPR leagues. Uh, what Ooh. wide receiver would you guess he is at this point? He's got to be probably top 20, yeah. right? He's I got like three 20. three touchdowns, I think. I figured wide receiver two, top 20. He does have sure. three touchdowns. That's Let's correct. Let's go 18, yeah. 18. Gabe's going 18. Just because there have been so many, like you mentioned, so many three touchdown performances, I'm going to say yeah. wide receiver 21. I'll stick yeah. with my gut of 20. Uh, big winner. Uh, and if this was Price is Right, we'd have that awkward, weird, disgusting horn going oh. off right now. Uh, on the head with the guess of. 21 overall, Ooh, Kyle Stenberg. Hey. Wow. <laughs> Doesn't that double That's, the prize, right? Isn't that the, the gig yeah. or something? You get two you Philip Dorsets. 
What am I giving up for him? <laughs> Absolutely <Yeah>. nothing. <laughs> Perfect. And, and that's the thing. Right now, he's he's water receiver. Here, <laughs> you he's take him on grief then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He, he's averaging Sorry. 17 points a game uh, right now. Wow. Um, and obviously, he's got the big dud in week two against Miami when everybody was eating. Um, <laughs> he, he, had the, he had the dud game, but uh, four for 95 against Pittsburgh with two touchdowns and then seven for 53 against the Jets for a touchdown uh, last week. So, uh, Philip Dorsett, can, can oh, anybody buying this? Anybody ready to throw their second out for Philip Dorsett? Nope. <laughs> Well, well, let me ask this: What would he have to do to to in to uh, engender the good enough will? I mean, consistency is definitely important to me. I mean, I feel like he he either gets two touchdowns or or none, and then like could end up with like just a handful of yards. I mean, the, his first couple of years with the it, this is his third year with the Patriots. Now, does that sound right? Sounds right. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, his first two years were kind of lackluster and you would think that he would have some opportunity to push into that depth chart even though Gronk was still there uh they didn't have Gordon then so Edelman and some other pieces but I mean why now right I mean why he could just have a good three-game stretch and maybe disappear back into nothingness I don't know um Tom Brady's arm ain't getting any stronger these days and you know, you did mention he's moving more into the slot, which I, is is accurate, so that could help him out. But I don't know. I'm just not willing to really pay too much for him to to find out right now. I guess that's the biggest thing. Is it cheap enough? Uh, sure, but I'm not I'm not going to go out of my way to get him on my dynasty rosters. Yeah, twenty twenty second. That no, a twenty twenty one second. However, again, being that many years away, I'd I definitely consider it. Okay. Um, again, again, I, I kind of, I've liked what I've seen in him. Uh, I guess I thought he was under contract longer, but I guess not. His, uh, this is the last season he's under contract. He's an unrestricted free agent next year, so yeah. perhaps he's not in the Patriots' long-term plans. And then, then that outlook looks a little bleaker. Where does he go? Where he's gonna? I mean, I guess there's potential spots you could go where he sees more volume, but is he gonna really play with a, a quarterback that can kind of have that same type of efficiency? Yeah. Yeah, especially if he does have a, a breakout season like you guys are kind of thinking about. Um, that would only make his price go up, which means he's probably not going to be a Patriot. Yeah, true. Yeah, right Right now he's he's averaging the, the highest yards per target of his career, um, 13.4 yards per target, uh, and he's got 14.4 yards per reception. So he's <sighs> he's, 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 <laughs> I just uh I, I don't know. You probably wouldn't even have to pay the second. Like if you if you have him, yeah. chances are you got him off the waiver wire, right? Uh in your even in your dynasty league, you got him off the waiver wire, and you I would like to think that people will happily sell him even for like a 2021 third. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know that anyone's like, man, I gotta keep Dorset because his his value is gonna, you know, boom or whatever. I don't I don't know if that's the case. So sure. Yeah, is that enough Dorset talk for you, Gabe? You, <laughs> did we get your quota for that? I was just or? well, I was just going to tweet out something between Dorset and uh, Windows closing. So I don't know, <laughs> if, Kyle. You got anything for me? You kind of hit it with the doors and setting and what you got. I'm I'm locked for for jokes right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. Can at, at Canadian times got him locked up, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got to catch him at the right time. <laughs> Pour one out for Malcolm oh. Mitchell. So I, I almost froze there. <laughs> Roster respect, uh, yes. <laughs> the, the the classic Peter Howard hashtag. Uh, rest of respect. Yeah. Oh, sadness. Sadness abounds. Mm. Uh, Gosh, what what else do we talked about? Yeah, we've 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 run the gamut this week. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> what do you what, what do you come what on. do you guys want to close out with? What, yeah, what do you want to keep on, going? Guess? What do you have? What do you well, have for? Can huh? we talk about how Dalvin Cook is going to be the league rushing oh, winner this boy. year? Get boy. that title. He is crushing it right now. Uh, gotta give a shout out to at least one of my Vikings players. Um, we haven't <laughs> talked about them too much. So Dalvin Cook, um, incredible right now. I mean, it is him, Kath, and Kamara. Yeah. <laughs> for the the top spot overall, I don't see anyone catch. I guess you can put Zeke in there, but he's been like, he's been just consistent. Like, just been that like fourth or fifth overall guy. Like hitting his ADP, but definitely not having elite games like Calf and uh, I guess Cap more than Kamara, but uh, boy, howdy. Yeah. Sorry. This is about Dalvin cook. My goodness. Welcome. Yes. I'm in. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's the thing we, we, he's doing what a lot of people hope that he would just in terms of his work on the ground with his talent. Um, we, I, I don't know that anybody foresaw RB, R, the RB one, <laughs> right now right so right uh, obviously against the against atlanta they couldn't they couldn't stop an off tackle play for to save their lives uh so he just dances all over them and he he's continued to do that week in and week out um while offering a few receptions each week too so uh dalvin dalvin is well on his way um and, and not and not getting an absurd amount per game in terms of rushing attempts so mm-hmm. Um, may, maybe it's not going to be a case where he where he wears out or tires out maybe it is a case where he still only gets Maybe 250 carries on the season, and it's not something that's like disgustingly uh, over over his threshold or over typical RB thresholds to 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 get there. So, yeah, he's well on his way, and 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 that stratosphere. Uh, I, I think in that little group uh, preseason ADP, if we look back, I think it would have been like Dalvin Carry on. Um, I, I can't think who else would be right there in that tier. Aaron Jones, Marlon Mack, those yeah. type of guys. Maybe maybe um, a I mean, Freeman. He, <laughs> Why you got to do that? <laughs> hey, again, I took him there a lot too. I took him there a lot too, so I feel your pain. I'll tell you what, though, it's been a bumpy road getting here for Dalvin Cook so far. Yep. I mean, if yep. you did draft him, so if you, you still got to be nervous. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Alexander Madison should be one thousand percent on your roster behind Cook if you if you can make that happen. I I, I actually got lucky in one of my leagues and made that happen, but like the snap counts have been sort of. Like we see Kamara getting like 88% of the snaps and Cook last week only 60%. I guess that was a big blowout. Uh, more telling might be the Packers game uh, just because that was so much closer of a contest. Yeah. 72% of snaps, 68 against the Falcons, and that was a blowout too. So he's getting the majority, but it's, ne- it's never those, like not like a 100% Kamara, uh, sorry, no. McCaffrey. McCaffrey, yeah. Uh, and I guess to, to another point, that's maybe why Zeke hasn't been necessarily getting that elite production. He's only seen 70 I think last week was 67% of the snaps. Again, blowout games, right? Eventually, Dallas isn't going to – they're going to play decent football teams eventually. So, But I guess that's the hope with Zeke is that as the games get more competitive, he's, his usage will have to go up because they're going to need him every touch of his and maybe be 
throwing him the ball more instead of just uh, I, I mean, I guess Dak's throwing to the wide receivers really well and Witten being back probably hurts. I guess maybe uh, it kind of makes sense that the one year Jason Witten retired is the year that Zeke sees us a career high in targets. So maybe Witten's taking more than we, I guess, originally anticipated. I know I was definitely in the Zeke 101 talk yeah. this year as long, you know, yeah. suspensions aside, once we knew he was playing, uh, especially in the Scott Fishbowl, but that, that was more the scoring and the Z- Zeke with him, it's so easy for him to get a hundred yard game and maybe as again, as the games get more competitive, he's going to have to get 100 and 150 yard games for them to win. That's when, you know, th- things are going to go up for Zeke to where he, again, we're going to talk about him as being one of those top four running backs. But I guess with Barkley out now, we can't talk about him. So that top four opens up for Cook. So that's yeah. why I said yeah. it. Yep. Yep. Uh, so we're going back to Gallman. Okay. So <laughs> how much? Full circle. He, he is the son to this solar system. It all revolves around Wayne Gallman. Indeed. If only Paul Perkins still had the job. Uh, <sighs> Orleans. Orleans Darkwa. I want him back, man. I want him back. I don't know. I, I was kind of a Perkins back. truther, so I, I'm definitely was t- on Team Perkins. Yeah, definitely not a Perky ride. Didn't perk mm. me up to see. Hey. No. no, no, no. You know what's funny about that, Kent? And I'm so glad you brought that up about Dalvin. Uh, and, and I'm so glad that we kind of connected Zeke in PPR leagues. Dalvin's RB one right now. Uh, Zeke is RB number eleven. Mm-hmm. They literally have a difference of two rushing attempts, and. Uh, four receptions uh, obviously doubt that yeah you know what i'm saying so so from a work workload perspective they're, they're right there together dalvin's got two more touchdowns and about 40 more yards receiving and obviously uh, uh, about 100 more yards almost 100 more yards uh rushing so uh the, the workload the, the run against off. the packers made a difference <laughs> Yeah, Dalvin Del- 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 Cook at a solid six point six yards per attempt right now. Just, just absurd. I don't That's think sustainable. It's, yeah, that ain't sustainable. But uh, I tell you what, in that Kubiak outside zone run scheme, he is just he is meshing Indeed. right now, man. Yeah. So 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 let's 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 do this. Is there what what's the price to pay? Either if you're selling Dalvin or if you're trying to go get him. Like how how do you how do you acquire him at this point? Ooh, it's it's gonna be pricey. I mean, I'll tell you that right. much. It's because if you how do you, how do you not trade him in at least well, depending on how your roster's built. I mean, if you're talking pure like pick value, it's gotta be two, two first. I mean, is that too much? I feel like it isn't though. I, I almost say that might not be enough. Yeah, if we're I, just yeah. talking pure pick. Around, like it, it's around that, two, I, two and a half. Like well, you, know, if, I, you don't want to say three, but it does feel like two or three. If it's kinda... two, if it's two twenty twenty picks, I think I'm I'm all for it. And if it's anything other than that, you got to throw in more. Yeah. So yeah, because if I was if I was selling Cook and I could get three picks, obviously I think I'd take that. But yes. yeah, two two seems. Why why do I want to? Especially if I feel like I can win this year, why would I want to give up? Which is arguably, if you have Cook, he's probably your best chance in your team to win. So to Look, just get two second, two first for it, as much as you know, tough to give up a chance to win, right? Yeah, and and I was gonna say something like that is if you're built to take a run this year for a championship, then you probably hold Cook and play him. But if you're anywhere in the middle to the bottom of the pack, you sell, you sell right now because the injury history is no joke, and. 
I mean, this is the this is the peak of his value. You you held on him. You probably held on to him for a long time after drafting him. I doubt many people sold yep. him low. Uh, a lot of people believed in his talent and was waiting for the opportunity, and, and the injuries kept coming. So, if you're going to sell, now is the time. Are, are are we okay with him in that stratosphere, or maybe not the Zeke Kamara level, or maybe we are? But 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 has he entered the group that's right behind them or with them? I kind of thought he was there already, to be honest. But I thought that group was pretty large. Like you know, Gurley's the X factor, right? He should either be in that first group or in like the third group if we're the injury concerns. That that second group is kind of weird for him, but like. David Johnson, Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon, James Conner, Le'Veon Bell, Nick Chubb, like that—that's all to me. That was all one big group yeah. of guys. Yeah, yeah. That that group right now is kind of weird. I mean, they're all sort of underperforming, except for Dalvin Cook. I feel like <laughs> yeah. so. Um, yeah, his it's definitely he, he was he was up there for me probably in the running back. You know, going into this season, if you're doing startups, probably like running back six or seven somewhere in that range you had a few guys in front of him but um he's definitely running back one territory i think especially as the season went on earlier startups you probably yeah. saw him earlier just because the injury concerns but then as you okay look at especially after that big yeah. round of the preseason he yeah. that shot up to for sure a first round pick yep absolutely because i snagged him i think like two two ten or two eleven and i think that startup happened like in june good on you Golly, I feel like there are so many times right now. There are so many players that are doing really well that you're like, I keep telling these stories on like, man, I, I like Dalvin Cook's talent. Like, why didn't I, why didn't I in the offseason think more about this with the fact that yeah. everything Kubiak touches is gold when it comes to the running game is already scheme. Like, why didn't I, why didn't I put two and two together? I've said that so many times early this season and man, it's really hard not to kick yourself uh, when you feel like you, you, you didn't with as much prep work as we do with as much as we keep up with uh, <laughs> the, I don't know. I feel like that's something so obvious that we, that we just missed or, or maybe not missed. Maybe that's not the right way to put it, but that should have been a slam dunk. Not that, not that he's RB one right now, but that he's super productive. Like that. We should, we should have known, known that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. Uh, I just went and looked, I did a startup um, pretty much right before the season started. Uh, and Dalvin Cook went 203 there. Granted, that was a Minnesota um, Dynasty League. Guys like uh, the Dynasty Trade Calculator guys, Izzy and Hurley were in that. Thor Nystrom, few few Minnesota guys were in that. So, um, yeah, he went pretty early there. Well, obviously, considering the production, now we look at it as, oh, that's a steal. <laughs> yeah, the 203. So 203 still a steal. <laughs> yep. All right. Gabe, I'm out of bullets, man. Um, I was looking at the top 12 running backs and seeing who was drafted in the top 12 of running Ooh. backs. Um, anyone want to guess just a... You can guess... Eh. <clears throat> I'll read off... I don't know. J. Mike, how should I do it? You're good at this. <laughs> <laughs> should we just guess a number or should we should I put off names and y'all can guess if they're in the top 12 or not? I feel like that would be too Let, easy though. Let's do the names. All right, fine. Just cuz that's more compelling. Maybe it takes a tad longer, but it's more compelling that way. Okay. 
Mr. <laughs> Mr. Compel over here. Oh um, you know what? You know what? Just don't don't ask my opinion. Don't. I'm gonna <laughs> just, I'll, I'll mute. I'll mute, and you just you do you, boo boo. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. Uh, just loading up my uh, PPR ADP from Fantasy Football Calculator. The calculator for all of fantasy football, unless, of course, you were doing dynasty trades, then head over to dynasty trade calculator. But don't stop there. If I, <laughs> I'm just trying to waste time to get to the running backs. Okay. Um, Saquon Barkley, and we sorry, we will do. Um, well, there haven't been by bye weeks, so it doesn't matter. Total points. Saquon Barkley in PPR in top 12 or not? Nah. Half touchdowns, yes. Yeah, I think still is. Yep. McCaffrey? Yes. yes. Elliot? Yep. Uh, yes. Yes. Yep. 11 earlier. Yeah. Kamara? Yeah. Yes. J. Mike? Yep. Sorry. J. Mike? I don't think he's in the top 12. <laughs> <laughs> he's in my top 12. <laughs> not, he's not UDFAs matter. Good yeah. grief. Wow. He could probably have better yards per carry than the actual Bengals running back. So he can may as well just go play Big for Cincinnati. Fact. Yes. He's top yes. three and he's not three and he's not two. Hey. Uh, uh Le'Veon Bell. No. Yes. Just on a volume PPR with volume enough receptions. Long, yeah. 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 Okay. I, I believe we won Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. We've gone through ha- half, and uh, you have said, I believe, kind of <laughs> you've said that the top six are still in the top 12. Nick Chubb is yep. next. No. Whoa, love Chubb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to no. say yes. I'm going to say yeah. I say no. Uh, I think just the one touchdown probably limits him, even in PPR. I think Todd he's got to be close. He's got to be close. Oh, you said Gurley, sorry. Um, no, keep Chubb if you'd like. Pause. I'm saying yes for Chubb. Pause. Okay. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, Gurley. No. 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 Fournette. No. 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 <laughs> no. I, 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 I mean, I don't even think he's finished as an RB1 in one week. So, yeah, I know. Yeah. What's what's crazy is if you looked at if you looked at the the snaps played for the entire year just ranked from, you know, most to least in running backs, Fournette would be possibly the top one if it's not McCaffrey. And it, <laughs> spoiler alert, he's not in the top 12, but it's just it's so weird to me to play that many snaps and not be productive (laughs) but uh moving on chris carson no i'm gonna say no from this last week yeah Yeah, these last two weeks yeah that first week was great but i don't think it's enough to keep him top 12 so no yeah man i can't believe chris carson was 10th overall what what were y'all thinking (laughs) Devontae freeman oh no (laughs) Yeah. Josh Jacobs? Yes. Yeah. All that red zone. Uh, no. No. He, I mean, last week he was pretty ineffective, right? 
So I don't think he's probably there now. Yeah, kind of just had a big week one. Is, is yeah, because I guess week I two. Yeah, I thought week two was good, but I guess not. So top six appear to be pretty safe, and the the latter six uh, do not. So uh, and I and I kind of felt that way going into drafts. At least, and and this is redraft ADP. I'm sorry, you you dynasty dweebs. <laughs> just get, there's another podcast name for alliterations and dynasty. Go ahead and take that one and shove it. All right. So we've got. Uh, Let's got we've got our top twelve here. Austin Eckler is your number one overall running back, at least in this scoring that I have in some league that I have with PPR scoring. It could be Cook or it could be Eckler, whatever. Anyway, it is Eckler, then Dalvin Cook, and then McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, mm. Derek Henry. Derek Henry is the sixth over so touchdowns. Wow. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Hasn't yeah. he scored in every game? I think he has. Has he really? Wow. Okay. Unless he didn't score in the second game. I'm not entirely sure. But I know that, yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, Marlon Mack, Philip Lindsay. It's kind of a surprise. Hmm. Uh, mostly because of that last Strong week three. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ezekiel Elliott and Nick Chubb. Barkley is 13th, just outside. Hmm. So Wow. Um, from our top 12, we have one in Cook, two in Calf, three in Kamara, uh, four in Bell, five in David Johnson, six in Zeke, seven in Chubb. So through um, three weeks, we can count on seven of our top 12 running backs. Wow. So fun. Fantasies. Wow. <laughs> like we all predicted. <laughs> right. That's honestly not terrible. Not, seven is no. not terrible. That, there have been worse years. <laughs> Yes, when C- indeed. When CJ Spiller was a first round pick. And, <laughs> oh my right. god! And I think, and and I know this is you know cheating or what in whatever sense, but I mean Saquon that he's thirteenth, and had he you know not injured so early in the game, <laughs> even yeah. that like he'd be in the top twelve. But then I, I guess you got to kick out Chubb. But um, I think you know eight out of twelve, seven out of twelve, whatever is is pretty solid. Chris Carson. <laughs> also, I did that, that look one, it up. Week one, it looked good. Week one, he looked fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Bengals, right? Yeah, well, that's a good point. Yeah. Explains yeah. a lot. Uh, I looked up Derek Henry. He did score a touchdown in week two. So that's five okay. touchdowns through three games. And only yeah, one of them, only one of them on the ground. Everything else has been receiving. <laughs> Really? It's four receptions? Oh, no, sorry. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Okay, yeah. That's scrimmage. That's total scrimmage. Okay, so it's four total. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they've all been, yeah, one rushing touchdown each game and then a receiving touchdown. The, yeah, the 75-yarder. That, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I was looking okay. at the wrong spot. I'll, all right. Obviously, it's late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, we, and we'll, 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 we'll try, to, try to wind down here. The, one thing from the chat, shout out to my son, Jesse Reeves, in the building. Yeah. He came back through. Just awesome. uh, he said, "You guys are still, uh, still studs." <laughs> and I know uh, we joked about with Zach with the facial hair, uh, but um, Je- Jesse would shame us all with his, sh- his facial hair. Yeah, strong. Like that's yeah. that's strong. studly. Jesse's like, got a beard on him. That's right. Yeah, strong beard, strong beard game. Uh, he he said strong football game too. He, he knows his stuff. He oh for sure, uh, for sure. My, that's my that's my boy. Uh, chip off the old block. 
Uh, how many 20, <laughs> I said it with a straight face. That was funny. How many 2020 picks does it take to get Devontae Adams on your roster? Uh, Kamish slash Deltron uh, in the building with us. Uh, he said probably two 2021sts and a player. And I said, hey, can I get Christian Kirk and two 2021sts for Devontae Adams? What do you guys think about that? Ooh, give me Kirk and two firsts. Okay, on, okay. on that on that specific trade, um, you probably I'd say two firsts and a lesser player is about where I'm at. Yeah, that makes about sense. Yeah, I think so. Sorry, the question is to you know give up Adams to get this right package, right, J. Mike? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Excuse or me. His original matter. question was his original question was how many 2020 picks does it take to get Devonte on your roster. Oh, so okay, okay, giving up. Like, what's the limit you'll give up at? I suppose, right? Uh, yes, I I just threw out Kirk in two twenty twenty first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess with Kirk, the the interesting thing is, you know, assuming Fitzgerald's the number one there, but even so, he's still producing with Fitzgerald as number one. So imagine what happens when he becomes the number one. Yeah, I guess the the possibilities there could be pretty endless, and then two extra twenty twenty first. It probably is enough for me to give up Adams to get that. Uh, I think then Andy Isabella becomes the number one. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is a slot receiver like Fitzgerald's playing now. So you you miss said Demir Bird, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> J Mike, that's enough. No, no Look, one's man, gonna he, say Hakeem he, Butler. <laughs> Not this year, anyway. That's a yikes for me, dog. <laughs> Big yikes! Big yikes! All right, I'm done. Sorry, uh, that was a good question, though. I thought that was yeah. a, that was a fun one to close out with. Yes, uh, I believe we done. We are approaching the oh, two hour mark. And you just never know what will happen if I keep talking and asking <laughs> questions and, and maybe start recognizing the chat. And I just I just can't do that. We got to have some respect. Um, so we'll do some goodbyes. Uh, first of all, I, I had a blast with strangers, complete and utter strangers. I didn't I didn't know you guys one bit. I feel like we could we could we could go out and, uh, you know, do some ring around the rosy at this point. You know, all four of us, usually five, but, uh, you know, let's start there. Matter of fact, we uh, we we went down to four um, because we lost one of ours. I will go ahead and tout our friend Zach. I'm going to go and find his Twitter handle. It is at NFL underscore Zach. Um, he is the CEO slash head scout at the Draft Room GX. He's a dynasty writer at Gridiron Experts. He's a writer at the Viking Age. He does Devi ranks at Dynasty HH Pod. We know those guys. FF expert at the Scoop KLGR, and he's an SFB9. Take that, haters. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find him around. You You'll certainly find will. Him. Yes, you will. <laughs> the, man's, the man's busy. All right? Yeah. Um, shout out to Zach, though. Thank you for coming on. Skull. My friend, congratulations to you and the new lady. Um, hope things are, you know, just so great for you and, and the future of 
they, he has children. Oh yeah, yeah, they yeah. Threw up, he threw up all over his face. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> good luck with that tonight. Hopefully that doesn't happen again. And um, if if it does happen, let's hope that it is you know a, a player that he didn't tout this off season and is just blowing up in his face. You know, like a Cooper Cup or something. All right. Anyway, Kent, on to the other Vikings fan. Skull, my friend. Skull, what do you Skull think? Skull, indeed. To the friends. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me on. Was, this was a lot of fun, and I'm really glad to get on the show. It's always a good time. So um, I, I'm technically on hiatus from, like, actually doing fantasy football things, so it's just for fun for me now because I have a kid on the way in about two weeks. Uh, looking forward to that. So going to be a busy year for me, uh, definitely during the football season. So uh, I'll, I'll get back into it, you know, um, when I get time. But uh, you, you can catch me on Twitter at Kent Wyrock. If you need trouble or if you need help spelling that, um, you can check out the tweet that uh, the open bar put out on their handle and uh, you'll find me in there. So rather than spelling it out for you, it's very German, super German. So <laughs> I love that last name. I wish, yeah. that, German. I wish that I had known that in the, the pre-show. I'm sorry, but uh, oh, that's okay. Why rock? That's amazing. Yeah. How that's easy is that strong. to make fun fact it, tags and t-shirts in uh, in German? That means Holy smoke. Oh, what? I'm just full oh. of fun facts. Gosh, <laughs> Kent, that's that's a hot fact. Yeah. Yeah. Because where there's smoke, perfect. there's fire. <laughs> well done, oh, Kent. Golly, thanks, that's, guys. That's Thank good. You. Oh, uh, but see, but seriously, to to for for this to the first time that we get to be able to interact. Thank you so much for for coming yeah. through, and the fact that this was the first uh, your first your first pod back after you're telling people that you were. Uh, doing your Jordan retirement, uh, Ooh, we brought you him know, back. We, we we brought him back in the Jordan forty five. So I feel uh -huh. pretty good about that. Yeah, um, not that we're so fantastic, but but truly, Kent, uh, we're 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 grateful. So thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. And quick so shout out to to my my former uh, podcast, the Red Shirts Fans Football Podcast. Uh, Matt Okada and Matthew Betts are still out there just cranking out content. So those guys are awesome. Uh, I'm still in the backgrounds uh, there for that stuff. So hopefully, I'll get back into the mix soon enough but yeah <laughs> wait a second before before we go smoke. <laughs> yeah no, i saw that one <laughs> that's right i'm kent holy smoke coming at you live <laughs> that's a great name that's that, you gotta use that <laughs> yeah, on your why is that not on your handle right changing now changing the twitter <laughs> handle currently immediately, yeah. <laughs> immediately. All right, sorry. I think anyway, holy smoke is a little easier to smell, spell. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> Make sure you use the capital letters too. It's, <laughs> otherwise, they're not sure where to put things. Could be like Ken Tholy. Ken Tholy. Ken Yeah. That's good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, on to the next. On on to the next. Kyle, um, my Canadian Canuck. Are those are those the same thing? What is a Canuck? I don't know what that is. What is that? So the, I'm not even really sure. It's just a general term for Canadian. Like like Yankee is used for okay. Americans. The Vancouver Canucks are an NHL team, and their mascot's an orca. But I don't really know if an orca is called a Canuck. I think that's just ah, uh, oh, we're in Vancouver. There's orcas around, and Canuck is we're Canadian. Okay. Yeah. So so it is, yeah, I get it. Okay, so it's all redundant though. Canadian Canuck, I feel like Canuck sound just—it just sounds so aggressive when you say that to someone. 
Like it sounds mean. It sounds un-Canadian, doesn't it? Yeah. Like it's I, like the hot wall knock puck. It's the hockey thing, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Well, uh, anyway, great to have you on. Uh, you. Would you like to share anything with the people uh, that obviously came here for you? Well, thank you, everyone, for showing up to the open bar <laughs> and supporting these guys. I mean, <laughs> I'm here to carry this now. No, I'll carry this about as much as Dontrell Hilliard should carry the ball the rest of the way for the Browns. <laughs> How he got a red zone look in, in week one, the goal line carry and Chubb didn't, that, that still baffled me. Uh, but anyway. I'm still thinking about that. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm one of the co-hosts of the Full Press Fantasy Podcast, which is part of the Full Press Radio Network on Full Press Coverage. We're just full of that name. Keep saying it. <laughs> you know, it should be everywhere. Uh, yeah, uh, full, full press coverage is a, a, a really a comprehensive sports website. Uh, the big focus is NFL, but uh, we have team and staffs writing about NHL and some stuff about basketball and baseball coming too. Uh, for the most part, we've got a writing staff for each NFL team. So while I do the fantasy side, I'm the managing editor of full press coverage fantasy sports as well as full press coverage Packers. There's a ton of great writers throughout all full press coverage that, that do a lot of good work. I also write for Going for Two. I do uh, weekly DFS stuff, uh, mostly for Yahoo. I, uh, I know yeah, DraftKings, FanDuel they tend to be the really popular ones, but Yahoo does have a, their own DFS uh, platform, and I've been playing on it for a few years. So, uh, yeah, check out my – for those who play Yahoo or want to learn about it, check out my con- uh, weekly article on Going for Two, and I give you all the – Preferred player price points, as I call it, and several other alliterations, because as we know, alliterations are awesome. Mm-hmm. Can confirm. Mm-hmm. Also, SFB9. Aye. What's everyone's record real, real quick in SFB9? I'm two, one and two. One and two. Two and one. I'm with you, Kent. Uh, all right, cool. And I have I won with one quarterback this week. Hmm? Okay. <laughs> so s- s- t- take that, Eli and Ben. All right. He- heal up, Ben. Heal up, though. I definitely spent all my budget to get Mason Rudolph. I tried, mm. but my, my good friend um, Ryan uh, Miller, right? Miller, Ryan Miller, yes. NFL. Yep. Holy yes. shit. Good friend. I'm, I'm you sure it's not Miller? I'm sorry. There's. J. Mike, we have way too many people on this fucking show because I am starting to not know people. I mean, I didn't even introduce myself to Kyle to start. I'm such an asshole, okay? And I'm I, I'm still sorry for that, Kyle. By the way, but all good, Gabe. It, yeah. All right. So uh, Ryan and I played him this week, and he bit, put all his money on Mason Rudolph, and I beat him. So take that. Don't don't go ahead of me and outbid me, Bucko. All right. <laughs> All right, <laughs> J-Mike, uh, your turn. Say things. <laughs> yep, it's it's the end of the show as we know it, and I feel fine. Uh, uh, Mr. Sinra, uh, obviously so good to have met you at the expo, and, and I'm so glad we could have you on tonight, man. I've, uh, I have admired your work from afar, and as much as you, it warmed my heart for you to tell me that that you, that you dug what we do with it, uh, with what I do with the Blitz as well. Um, I wish we could have talked longer because I was like, crap, like we, I feel like there was more to be said between uh, us talking through each other's work. So anyhow, um, glad I could find you on Twitter and glad people were like, hey, this is, it's this Kyle because there's apparently 1500 Kyles 
in in Dynasty Twitter online. So it's 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 a vast group. I'm telling you, uh, but but <laughs> seriously, uh, but but truly, uh, so so glad to to have met you and to continue to be able to chop it up with you on here. Um, to our guests again, appreciate you guys. Zach, uh, congrats on the sex um, and, and everything else you've got going on in life. Um, to our to our chat, uh, thank you all for rocking with us on a Tuesday night. Uh, you you know, there's so many places that you could be, but you decided to be with us, so we appreciate that. Uh, shout out to our store, theopenbar.storenv.com. Uh, you can find lots of t-shirts there, including our newest edition, the hashtag shoe. shoe. Oh, uh, the shoe vault t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, for our new mayor uh, of shoe County himself, Mr. Gardner Minshew, uh, as well as the fact that for those of who have been checking for us on podcast form, you've asked uh, and you've been so sad of late because we've not been on uh, Apple because of uh, a lot of nonsense that was going on behind the scenes. Well, uh, good news. We are back on Apple podcasts. Uh, so not only can you find us there again, obviously Stitcher, Podbean, even on Spotify, uh, just about anywhere that you can find podcasts, we are there. Uh, so thank you, Apple, for getting your life together. Uh, <laughs> we, we we appreciate that. On Twitter, you can find myself at jmikecheck, at jmiccheck. You can find the show's handle, the Open Bar Pod. And my better half, my main man, Bungie, a.k.a. Genius, the MC, a.k.a. Mr. Steal Your Girl, a.k.a. Gearing of All Time, a.k.a. What Up, Katie's Bay, Mr. <laughs> Gabe Gearing at FF Man Bun. <laughs> Gabe, take us home. Ah, Katie's Bay, huh? Man, you best be careful, my man. All right. Yeah, I, I didn't appreciate all her advances toward you on, on Twitter. I mean, I'm, I'm glad y'all had a good time, but, you know, I, I, it's Tuesday. I need you here. I need you here. <laughs> and Katie's the homie. Katie's the homie. Big, big, big fan of Katie. Uh, she's always good to us, always kind to us, gives her time and whatnot. But but on Tuesday nights, uh, I'm selfish with my time with you. I'm selfish. That's fair. Just saying. She, she tried to sneak one away, man. She She purchased a flight of beers, all right? It's four four beers. She what thought. exactly? That's a good day. <laughs> I love Katie. Shout out to her again. Hashtag WBM. Uh huh. Inside jokes are the best. All right. Uh, what else? Um, you know, I want to do other shout outs. I want to shout out um the Top Dog Dynasty because they gave me a shout out this morning for doing an intro for them and I want to shout them back um, because I, I really genuinely had fun making that intro because with just dogs and there's just so many fun references you can do with that in, in rapping and fantasy football. There's a lot of odd crossover between there, but it was really fun. So shout out to that podcast and shout out to those people um, between the, the quarter hacks, FF crusher, AJ Willie too. <laughs> Their real names, uh, Karen, Chris, and uh, Adam. So shout out to them, uh, and thank you for giving me that opportunity. And for anyone else in the future that is going to give me an opportunity to write an intro for you, uh, appreciate that. I will be getting a few out here soon. They'll be coming. Uh, but until then, we're just going to ride out the rest of this waiver week, this Thursday night week. What's the Thursday night game? 
Packers Eagles. Ah, Packers Eagles. That's right. That might be fun. Um, Okay. What, um, J. Mike, we have shows till like 2023, right? Lined up. Does he know he is muted? Yeah, he doesn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) And now he's. I think he does now. See. See, this is why you need to be here live every Tuesday, 9.30 Eastern until about 12 a.m. Eastern. Ish. Ish, ish. ish. Shout out to everyone rocking with us still. Um, Shout out to you two especially still rocking with us. Um, J. Mike has to be here. So, you know. (laughs) Uh, Let's put some drinks up. Do a little cheersy doodles. That can be for anyone here. That can be for anyone listening. That can be a fist. It can be water. We don't care. We're just happy you're here with us, all right? Um, So until next week, man. (laughs) Zeus's. Zeus's.